hotel king showers. Oh, till hot showers. Oh, till ah. That shit funny. Jingles 2001. Shit on YBO. We bring the funny and the laughs. See, I don't know how you feel about it. Sing it, sister. But it feels all right. With me. Oh, Lord. Sister Lassie, tell him. Tell him how you feel on this glorious Saturday. Preach. Don't get me sweating up in this mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mother Teresa. You're about to lose your religion. (laughs) Ho, 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 my See these other podcasts. They got shit on us. <laughs> well, well. Rich master. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop before I start something. Oh, right. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. First lady, can I get a witness? <laughs> <laughs> what it do family it is young black and opinionated episode 45 how y'all feeling today it's hot yeah yeah it's, it's uh mid-september yeah it's hot it's it is i'm enjoying these last couple of you know we need these because i think it's gonna be raining mm-hmm. next week so shout out to global warming <laughs> anyway, no, not shout out to Global Warming. I think that's what's going on. That's why it's had so hot two here. Bad hurricane. Man. Well, I'm not. I'm not signing out because of that. But that's part oh, of the God. reason why we're having that. But of course, well, it's I, you know, I feel great today. How about you, last? I do. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I was excited about this week was our radio show. Definitely. Ooh, damn, you- that was this week. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy um, our first roundabout with that? That was fun. I had a good time. I agree. It was um, it's interesting. Um, I'm interested in um getting some feedback on people who listen to both and see, you know, yeah, that's true. Because I mean, you know, like we said, it's why be overall uncut. <laughs> Jk, no, but um, hilarious. I think it'd be interesting to see the different um, if we gain a different audience. Um, I know I'll be sending my mom the link frequently. Like, here you go, mom. <laughs> nice and clean for you. So nice funny. And clean. Yeah, my mom was listening <laughs> live. She. So funny, my sister said, my dad was like, what's this link she's sending us? She was like, that's her live radio show. Wait, it's something else? She on the radio? I'm like, that niggas don't never listen. So, <laughs> I only make statuses. Yeah, right. And I tagged <laughs> you and I sent it to him. So, so yeah, um, I think overall, just from what I got, we got some good feedback, especially for people that don't usually listen. Like my mom right. who doesn't mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. She's like, oh my God, I hear your voice on the radio type thing. So, so yeah. It She's was, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so it was dope. Um, again, it's... Uh, River West Radio 104.1 FM, Milwaukee. If you're in the city, you can listen to it on there. We're on at 8 p.m. every Tuesday. Um, and then if you don't live in Milwaukee, you just want to listen on the Internet, you can stream it on riverwestradio.com and then hit the link that says live. So, yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend, y'all. And yeah. they will be, um, they're also uploaded afterwards. Yeah. So, if you miss, if you happen to miss us live, they will be on SoundCloud as well. Yeah. And also, if you want to sponsor our show, just hit us up on our email at Podcast at gmail.com yeah and then all this will be on our website too i did put a, a new link and all information about our radio show um and then there's a link to their soundcloud as well too to get that uh that past episode if you did miss it but you ain't gonna miss it because you know why you gonna get it you gonna listen yeah mm-hmm. um and our website again is ybo podcast 
mke.com. So make sure you do check it out. Um, answer the question of the week. If you got other questions or topic suggestions or whatever, you want to just write us about some, it's a contact box at the bottom. And then um, our shirts too. We got some merch. Definitely mm-hmm. buy you a shirt. We got the PayPal up and you, you can order it. And if you ain't in ain't if you are not, if you aren't in Milwaukee, <laughs> if you aren't in Milwaukee, you can definitely um, order it and then we'll ship it to you. Like we got, we got yeah. resources. It's okay to slip. It's okay to slip, sis. You can say ain't and finna. Ain't and finna. I say finna, but it just didn't sound right to me in that moment. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, finna so. buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind saying. I'm finna go to the store. So. <laughs> finna. So yeah, check it out. Finna. Milwaukee news. What's going on? Milwaukee news. Um, so I saw two really great things that MPS was doing. Um, the first one is well, I didn't go to MPS, but I do know um that MPS uh, MPS high schools offered drivers ed. Mm -hmm. Um, was there a fee for that for y'all? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't go through MPS. Oh, well. Easy method. Easy method. Okay. Yeah. Well, MPS no Cobalt. MPS Drive is a program that offers free driver's ed to MPS students. Um, um, and the article just says, learning to drive used to be a rite of passage for teenagers, but when schools stopped teaching driver's ed, many young people never got a true understanding of the rules of the road. Um, I mean, even one of the students said, I swore I knew everything before this class, but my driving hasn't changed. It has improved. And I do notice a lot of mistakes that other people make. Um so I thought it was cool because um, they started it spring 2016 at oh. um, four high schools um, and they're looking to put it in all of the MPS schools and, you know, help those kids out. Because um, from the article, it said that there was it used to be a hundred and fifty dollar fee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everybody has that. Not everyone's right. parent can come up with that, um, you know, to get them driving. So um, and even one of the teachers um that they wanted to bring it bring the program back was because a lot of i guess in their opinion good jobs are further out and not on the bus line so you know they want these kids to be able to have access to going to brookfield if need be to work um yeah things like that so i thought that that was cool um the other thing that they're doing um mps is giving out a device like a wire, like a not a wireless router. Um, what's those things called? Like a hotspot. Oh, to the kids. Hmm, that's um, interesting. So they'll have internet access. Um, um, it's sponsored by Sprint. So Sprint, um, is giving them these devices to give to kids. They wanted the kids to be connected at all times in case they needed it for homework or something like that. Um, so I thought that was cool too, just because they're. It seems like to me they're trying to help. Um, you know, push the kids to one, stay in school, do better and be better. Um, because that's some that's a luxury that's a luxury that a lot not a lot of people might have. Is there uh like an age limit for that? Like you gotta be a certain Um, age to get it or um I don't think so. Um Yeah, well either way it's cool though. Um definitely reaching out and making sure the kids get the tools they need especially in this this day and age and, and i think it's interesting to the the um hotspot thing because i remember um just talking to liz for example she's talking about her sons they're they're um 
two of them are in middle school and she just talking about how it's just changed how they're pretty much setting the kids up for college because the way they have it set up is everything is online versus just kind of giving them the the handouts or the homework you got to access everything online now and just understanding like that's kind of what you do when you get into college so when you transfer over um depending on i guess where you are it's it may be a little bit harder but it'll end up helping you so i I don't know. I just think it's it's smart to give um to just I guess keep up with technology um in yeah. this day and age. I agree. Um we were kind of caught up in the beginning stages of like technology as far as like the internet and um, D2L. <laughs> D2L and uh textbooks and stuff like that being mm-hmm. um, you know, ebooks. So yeah, it's great that now they have though they have that technology now that they can go ahead and do that. And uh just a little word of advice for the kids that are um going to school, uh college. Um, before you go to the uh, classes and go to the bookstore, because the book is like a hundred, you know, one hundred and twenty dollars, basically a car note. Um, mm-hmm. Always check online a for the, car note. a good car note. Uh, always check online um, for Acura or something. I don't know. Uh, always check online for the PDF. Always check online for the PDF because you never know. You never know what's going to be out there. So then. yeah. <laughs> now, if you can't do that, oh, then go to Amazon or uh, check books or whatever it's called. Um, check. check books and always uh, rent Book those runner. books out. Yeah, you can always rent those out for this uh, for the for the course. Just um, one more thing I was going to say. One of the people who actually posted it on my Facebook that I saw, she um, read the comments. I was actually trying to find them. And she was saying that a lot of people in the suburban areas were saying that it's not fair that um, that black kids are getting, you know, these devices and things like that. So what do you think about that? Um, Well, you know, it's just back in the day. Like my grandmother said that the. the wider kids will get the newer books and then they'll get the, uh, the the tarnished books or the bad books that has nigger written in it. Mm. So it's just the same. And it's just there now like, oh, why do these kids, these underprivileged kids, typically black kids on black or pop uh, in the, um, that population or um, economic group um, are getting these opportunities. And, you know, now they're leveling the playing field and they don't like that. Um, I want and I won't say all of them, but um, it's, you know, some, you know, some people are like, hey, I go to Arrowhead. We have to pay X amount of dollars here to go to Arrowhead. Why do they get to pay virtually nothing? And they get Wi-Fi and they get driver's ed classes, free driver's ed classes, stuff like that. So it just leveling in the playing field. And I, I didn't like that. Well, Sorry. Send your, send your kids to NPS then. Sorry. Exactly. No, but. Oh, no. No, but, I, oh, no. It's just, it was something that, um, you know, like I said, she posted and she was like, she doesn't understand why people are, you know, bashing it because, you know, it's something good for them. Now, if they didn't have that access, then they can't do their homework. They can't do this. They can't right. do that. The library closes at a certain time. Right. And winter coming up is going to close even earlier. So why not make sure that they, you know. It's not the school. It's not really the school doing it because the school didn't pay for it. Sprint is donating these um, yeah. hotspots to right. them. So I think it said hotspots, um, tablets, you know, any device, whatever All that's right. Sprint's doing. So why are you I, mad at it's Sprint? It's very. That's and actually now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it even more, um, and it's hitting my soul. That's very sick. It's very sick for you to be an individual that uh, that's upset that a, a child doesn't have the opportunity. Um, you know, to, you know, get online and do their homework or their courses and you're upset that and you want that to be taken away. That's very sick. You're a sick individual. And I want you to know it's, that. It's sad. It's mm, like, I mean, we, we know comments are going to be made just like mm. when we were talking about the um, housing crisis and she's like, they're not like us. We don't want those people in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They're sick too. So now we're giving them, <laughs> so now we're giving them the tools to be, you know, to right. have, yeah. um, and, 
opportunity like your children mm-hmm. and you still mad. I don't yeah. get it. I think typically th- those people are um like Moanja said, it's, it's leveling the playing field, but they're just kind of used to just kind of being here and everything mm-hmm. else being here. Because mm. um, regardless of the school thing, you can see when incidents happen um, within the city. Like, for example, a couple of car accidents that happened in the past, you'll see crazy, crazy comments like, well, they shouldn't have been speeding. They shouldn't have did right. this. They shouldn't have done that from people that don't even live within the city. But um, hell yeah, not to knock her situation. I don't know if you guys heard about the young woman from Pewaukee who was leaving from um, the Brewer Stadium. And I guess... She said her boyfriend dropped, they met somewhere and then he drove them to the restaurant. She was drunk, right? Drunk yeah. And they, mm-hmm. sh- they shuttled to the game and then they shuttled back and then she just drove home and they got back to the place, but she was like drunk. So she ended up killing a woman mm-hmm. and somebody else ended up in a ditch and he happened to be living. So she's like 23. She's like a student at UWM mm-hmm. and it's just like your whole life just turn around like that. And some right. of the comments were like, you know, you know, she's obviously young. She is, you know, this will stick with her for life. Like. Saying like that's kind of enough of of a punishment for her versus right. I personally think if it was somebody else mm-hmm. um, that was black, you know, from the inner city, it'd be totally different. Because yeah. I the comments were not to say that that's not right, but it just the comments are always so flip flop to me. I always go, wow, like it's totally different now that the, you know the color just changed. But even though she is young and it could have it just first offense and mistake, it's just like dang. So go along with that too. I just uh, briefly I saw um, I don't know if you heard about the Slender Man case with the kid was mm-hmm. killed. They, they oh, killed one of the yeah. So they, um, the jury had announced that you know the child was mentally ill yeah, during yeah. the process, and I said, and I laughed because um, I, I was with um, KP and Jen recording their their podcast, and I was like, "See what happens when you have a jury of, of your peers? Um, you're going to get off, you know." That, mm-hmm. You know, they knew what those kids were knew what they were doing, even though if they were possessed by the game. But had it been a child that was playing a black child that playing Grand Theft Auto or, uh, you know, something else, some somebody else or doing something else, I feel like they wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. And yeah. it's sad when it's, you don't have a jury. It's funny years. that you say that because I saw um, someone posted the status. You might have seen the status. Um, actually, someone from Brown Deer, she said, so. Can African-American teens use Grand Theft Auto, Black Ops, and other negative connotations that are displayed in video games, music, music media, and online to be found not criminally, criminally responsible for the crimes they commit in the inner city? I am beyond upset by the Slenderman verdict. When you're white, you get chances. Who cares if you get upset? Delete me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, if it was the other way around, and they was like, well, I saw, I was, you know, I was playing Grand Theft Auto. They're not going to they're not gonna be like... Just a stupid video game. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they're going to be like, no, you knew what you were doing. Da, yeah. da, da. Um, so I definitely hear what you're saying. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah to get back on the thing, I'm glad that NPS is taking those risks. Uh, not risk, and I don't say risks, but taking those opportunities to um, level the playing field to those that are in the suburban uh, areas, you know, like your arrowheads. Or well, your, I mean, I don't know. Um, I guess ears. I don't personally look at it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just look at it. It just says, just sit, like, we just look, see how many schools are closing. You look at the statistics. Right. Mm-hmm. Kids on the streets is doing crazy stuff or just the kids right. that don't really know, not to say how to read, but just not at the level they need to be. It just, right. This is just kind of keeping yeah. up with technology and then putting them on a level that can help them succeed. It's kind of right. like the whole house and market thing, like right. putting these people in a position to better themselves versus sticking with something that's not working. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. I agree. So, so yeah. So, uh, Discussion. Yeah, I didn't yeah, expect that to come yeah, from Milwaukee. Shout out to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, shout out to Noah. Because I missed it. That was that was hella random. So yeah. Um <clears throat> Mwanja, this this theory of playing the game. Here. Yeah, so that goes along, I guess it kind of smooth right along. So um 
I was at work and I <laughs> uh, work at customer service. And I, you've probably Where done you work this at? before. And a uh, paper company. Um, who says that? Uh, uh, T.Y. T.Y. from uh, 7210 says paper company. But anyway. Um, Shut Anyway, um, the theory of playing the game. So, uh, so a customer called in, um, and they advised that their chair was broken. Mm-hmm. So we know I, what you do now, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, everybody know where I work at. Anyway, uh, it's on my Facebook page. <laughs> oh wow, good to me. <laughs> so follow me. <laughs> um, then they advised that, I, and so I advised them on the parts they need. You know, so for I think it was like a, a wheel broken or something like that. So she didn't believe me. Um, so what I did was I placed her on hold for a couple of minutes mm-hmm. and pretending like I was contacting my manager and really I was doing something else for another customer. <laughs> Got back on the phone and said, uh, well, yeah, hi. Um, you know, um, I spoke <laughs> with my, my uh, manager and, uh, in the manufacturer and they advised that you need X, Y, and Z part. She said, Oh, thank you so much. Um, and she believed me and then proceeded to get off the phone. Now I call this a theory of playing the game because sometimes you have to, Take that extra route, I guess, to make people believe in your what you're saying because they don't take your your thoughts at first value. Like I remember when we worked at our last paper, well, Duncan, we would have somebody, you know, our neighbor behind us pretend like they were the manager, and then I I, I saw I thought Gary did that with uh, Hattie. Probably, I but you yeah. know, I, I get where you're going, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, but sometimes all people need to hear is another person's voice, yeah, right. And, and they'll the be thing. like, yeah. when, when I worked at the call center, you know, some of my um, the people on my team did that, they'd be like, Ashley, pretend like you are supervisor. So, Ashley, you take the headset. This is Ashley, I'm the um, supervisor for the team. How can I help you? Yeah, like really, mm-hmm. and you know, telling her the same thing exactly. that we just told them yeah and they'd be like okay thank you like yeah i just told you they I just want to see if you can if you could pull that that higher stream right. of right you, usually if you have a higher level you can pull a couple more strings but i look at it too like like say for instance you know you're gonna go with resume you're trying to get a job like and you know you kind of fluffed up your resume a little bit and they <laughs> ask you certain questions on your resume and you're like oh yeah i did that you, you know of it but you really didn't do it but you know enough to pretend like you did do it so I also consider that that you're playing a game. You're doing what you got to do to get where you need to go. So I guess my question to you all, is that being dishonest or is that just trying to make it to where you want to go? Get it to the next level. I mean, me personally, <laughs> I have told customers, let me go ask the manager. Literally walked out the door, twiddled my thumbs, walked back in. She said no. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because if I know that my manager's gonna say no, now there are there are cases where I'll be like, okay, let me really see what she's gonna say, she or he's right. gonna say, um, because it could be a special case or something like that. But if I know that this has happened before and the manager was like, no, we're not doing that, mm-hmm. no, then I'm gonna tell them no. Yeah, I can. Right. My thing is, I'm, not, you know, if they if they get rowdy, 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 and still want a manager, then I'll go get them. But you're gonna hear the same damn thing that I just told your ass. Um, so. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of on the fence because, I mean, if it was you, would you, and you found out that that caller didn't really ask their manager, how would you feel? Um, it's a good question. I mean, <laughs> if I, I, don't, I at first, I, it'd be interesting how I found out. But if I found out, um, I would well, definitely, I would definitely want to speak with the manager, or I would discontinue, yeah. discontinue my services with them. 
Um, But I was thinking like more so also too, just in life, like say for instance, you call your cable company and you're trying to get a discount or something like that and they don't you don't get it and you put your boyfriend on the phone or somebody and then you know it's a woman online and he might be flirting with her just a little bit and he finally gets the discount like he's playing the game like do you you know is that being dishonest like you know i i like that's what i'm trying to get at it's like we are in this life and sometimes we got to do things to get what we want and it might not necessarily be true you know what i mean but is it just playing the game or is it really being dishonest uh, I'm on the fence like Lassie. I think it's a case by case thing. Right. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes. I guess with, it depends well, on what's, yeah. what's really going on. When we talked about telling like white lies that one episode. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> is it a blatant lie? Yeah. Is blatant? It, is it like blatant? Is it blatant? <laughs> like, you know, but I feel like uh, for me, like kind of agreeing with Lassie for what I do. You know, I ain't really, well, I ain't got time to sugarcoat with you. Right. So if I know, no, nah, right. like, this is what it is. If, you know, if you want to be mad about it, I'm not going to deal with it. You can't go to a supervisor for that. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're going to say the same thing anyway. But <laughs> that's how, I'm in, how I am on that. But as far as like, you know, calling in to a call center or uh, Time Warner or excuse me, Spectrum, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, or somewhere else, or uh, yeah, I gotta call them. Um, <laughs> hi, uh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi kind of. <laughs> I really gotta call them. <laughs> um, or anybody else, or like a job or something. Let's say like this: when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have no job experience. So my first job, I put on my resume that I worked at my aunt's um, catering business. Right. You know, although I worked there for four hours one day. <laughs> but shit, you know, right, right. I need a, you need to, I right. need a push. I need right. that nudge. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you got to get your foot in the door. So I think that it, but it, it depends. Like, mm-hmm. it depends. I, I, I mean, I don't think it applies to like, say, for instance, you know, you got your... You're on a Tinder or something like that, and you got your profile pic, and you look this way, and then you you get no, in that's person. A that's that's a blatant lie. That's like you're lie. not playing the game. But you know, if you say, for instance, you know you've spoke spoke with a person, you've been on a date with the person, and they like a certain interest, and you necessarily don't like it. Like um, better better example. I was talking to this girl. She enjoyed Degrassi. <laughs> I fucking hated Degrassi. I you never, like I never, never. I did not like that show. So it was weak. Uh, it was so garbage to me, but wow. I watched like two episodes, and then the next day I met her at school, and I was just talking about those episodes, never watching them. But I was trying to, you know, play the game mm-hmm. so I can, you know, try to get her to talk to me and stuff like that. Like I think that's playing the game, but as far as playing live, well, I mean, like, so how? How? You, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I, just, I just keep thinking. I was watching Fresh Prince earlier, mm-hmm. so it was an episode where Ashley started high school, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Duh, let's fuck it first. Mm. So what's her name? Um, Fancy from um, Jamie Foxx show was on there. And mm-hmm. she will try to talk to her with his little, you know, his words. And she's just kind of like, she's kind of like, yeah, you need to, you know, watch how you speak to me. Speak to me like I'm a woman type shit. So he was like, okay, cool. So the next time around when he seen her, he was like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, I agree with everything you said. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, I just want to take you out. And she was like, what did I say? <laughs> and he was like, uh, <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> trying to play the game. You don't even know what the fuck I said. Right. <laughs> so yeah, like you better know what the fuck you said. Right. I feel like it could work in situations. But I mean, I guess it's only being, I don't know. I was going to say, I guess it's only being dishonest if you get caught. You know, what if she was right. like, oh, what's your favorite mm. episode of Degrassi? And you like, uh, be the best. <laughs> <laughs> what if she like, did you see that one episode where Jimmy and Ashley and you like, who? When Jimmy was in a wheelchair. Oh, what happened? Like, you said, what happened? What was the show? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, and yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on, like Reese said, it's a case by case situation. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That was just my thought. And I also did thought you feel about, bad? 
Oh, about what? About the manager thing? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I do it all the time. Like, I, I, I do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time because, you know, I'm a senior rep now. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. That means he makes money. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's another theory out of play. <laughs> no, but no, I, I, I'd make a decent living. But um, yeah, so that's, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, you know. Oh, so I guess just to sum it up. And let's just give our answers to is what he did. Is that wrong? I guess is that dishonest or is I'm just playing a game? I think you're just playing a game. I mean, do you do you think if she would have spoken to a manager or supervisor that they would have told her anything different? No, um, no, the manager wouldn't have said anything different. But I would have definitely cued the manager and said, "Hey, I spoke with you." And um, this is what I told them. Well, if your manager cover your back like that, then you good. Yeah. It's not really playing a game. It's doing your job. See you in my office right now. <laughs> so uh, open so this folder up. <laughs> open this folder up of grievances. Like this, she did wrong. Horrible. What about you, Reese? Um, I I don't. I think in for what you do in that situation, yeah. Like you know, if she just not really trying to get it, but for me, I I don't know. Just for what I do, it just be like no. Like, and if you just want to be mad about it, then you can go to a supervisor. Right. But from what I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? True. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my thought. On that's the theory. Yeah. One of the reasons I don't work in retail no more. I swear. <laughs> 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 question of the got Question of the week. <laughs> question of the week. <laughs> so, so we're on the radio, sis. We question of stop the goddamn week. <laughs> um, question of the week from 44 going into 45 was how different was your life one year ago so shout out to those that do use our website to answer um we best did, place to go tell me about it we did get some Niggas. from the website <laughs> uh shout out to neek she said my life was completely different a year ago i was recently diagnosed with lupus and i was in a bad state emotionally over the past year i had gained more self-respect more self-love and more compassion for myself i have learned to depend on myself before depending on others i have learned more about my body and more about my illness i have learned illnesses sorry i have learned to to advocate for my health and to become more open and transparent. Finally, I have learned that it is okay to put yourself in first in all aspects. I am grateful for the things that shaped me this past year that I have made that have made me a stronger woman. Mm. Um, Good answer. Steve Harvey. Good answer. Good answer. That's all we need right there. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to TS. He said, man, I was engaged in planning a wedding, traveling the world for the first time and kicking it hard with cats that I barely mess with now. Now I'm married, super happy to be done planning for a wedding and hanging out um, with new cats that I hope to know the rest of my life. Also, I'm a stronger Christian than I was last year. Okay. Okay. Deacon TS. Deacon TS. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lay down. Really? Deacon. Um, then I got some, I just usually put them up as a Facebook status just cause, mm-hmm. um, it makes it more interesting. Um, shade with shot. Hold on one minute. <laughs> Shad, he's funny. Um, from my Facebook status, I got a couple answers. First one was, um, Lex Eccles. She said, I was underwhelmed as hell in undergrad waiting to graduate. LOL. <laughs> Shout out to Liz. She said six months pregnant with child number four, dot, dot, dot. 10 years later, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> McCoy said, man, listen, LMAO. And I said, well, it's getting better. He said, on the real though, uh, shout out to Georgia. She just put the shake my head face. I said, what does that mean? She said, I was in a horrible place last year. I, I was even fat. Laughing emoji. Shout out to Jared. He said, not much, still broke as fuck. <laughs> oh, Jared, I come said, on now. keep working. He said, facts only. And shout out to Angel. She said, I lived in a small apartment getting paid six, 16 an hour with no degree. 
I was less woke about my heritage and my people. I learned a lot about oppression and how to work in the workplace with no minorities. Um, she said, so it's real different. And then she said, I had to add that I had, had to add to it. I guess she added the rest of it. Um, and then hope said completely different. So yeah, those are our answers. Um, I guess if you want to give our answers, Mwanjay, what you got over there? I said, um, more open, um, said we went to south africa last year and um and i went to the bahamas too and just more open we're just more open about just people in general that um it's amazing how you can go to one place and they they have similarities and also differences and um you know but just life in general just open your mind up because you never know where, where life can take you so yeah what about you lassie um, I'll start with relationship. I was single last year. Now I'm in a healthy, loving relationship. Hey. <laughs> that sounded very sarcastic. No. Um, but um I also said last week when we recorded that um I think I just got more confidence to do the things that I want to do and actually doing them. So um last year I didn't really have that. I kind of was just lost and confused. Um living situation wasn't the best but you know now i'm in a better place and i can get back on track with the things that i want to get on track with that's good reesey uh last year no i clicked on something it didn't work (laughs) watch your porno wait a minute no not today Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no um what did i say last week Uh, um my 2016 was different than this year what the hell did i say um so, I guess <laughs> you said the same thing. I think uh, but being open, uh, yeah, but it was a little bit more different. Oh, mm-hmm. um, being open and um, just kind of, um, I guess doing was what I want to do specifically right. instead of just that's what I said and kind of instead of just kind of waiting on people to do um, things that I that I want to do or things that I think are over here. Right. So um, yeah, I feel like I'm pushing myself forward and trying to move in in terms of. Um, um, being innovative and, and just kind of stepping out there by myself instead of kind of waiting on somebody just to catch yeah, up with yeah. me or to come with me. So, yeah, that's how my life is uh, different than it was last year. So question of the week, again, can be answered on our website at ybopodcastmke.com. Um, and then also, if you have any, you know, episode remarks or anything like that, we have a contact box at the bottom. Um, shoot us uh, an email. It'll come to our email. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Anything else, y'all? Oh. Just open your minds up, people. Yeah. And uh, keep changing keep changing and evolving. Yeah. Grow. In the news. In the news. In the news. I feel like I'm gonna say her name wrong again. How do you pronounce her name? Jamel. Jamel. Jamel Hill. Um, if I don't know if you um if you guys or any of our listeners have been keeping up with Jamel Hill, um I kinda breezed over it on you know, Twitter, Twitter be causing an uproar. But she made some statements about <clears throat> Donald Trump. Um, she yeah. called him a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists. And, you know, the White House, um, what's her name? Her name is Sarah something. Sarah Huckabee. Um, she actually saw them. And, you know, when she was asked if Donald Trump had seen what Jamel had tweeted about him, mm-hmm. she said, um, um, what did she say? She said she's unaware if he has seen it, but um, she thinks that it's a fireable offense. So then ESPN took it. Um, they took it there to apologize for her comments and they were trying to replace her 
Um, but her other, um, the other show host that they tried to get to replace her, Michael Smith, oh, um, they basically said no. Yeah, yeah. Um, they was like, no, we're not going to do it for you. So I don't know how that's going for ESPN um, in regards to finding the host. But, um, you know, everyone is just like, um, everyone is just standing behind her like, what did she didn't say anything wrong? Right. Or, you know, I guess people even go into the whole freedom of speech thing. I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on that. Well, um, I, I heard that ESPN said they never did anything like that. They weren't trying to find anybody to replace um, replace her with. So I, I don't know if that is um, that part of the story is true as far as ESPN saying that they didn't do it. I don't know. Well, but you know, I mean, not to cut you off, but okay. My thing is, if y'all saying that y'all weren't trying to kick her off, then why would y'all ask other people to take her place? Right. So I, that's what I'm saying. They, uh, they're saying that they... It might not have know. been a permanent change, but they were, right. they didn't, they weren't letting her go on the air and, on Wednesday. And PR probably was like, look, we need to get the heat off her real quick, just for a little bit. Um, and Michael Smith was like, no, I'm not doing the show without her. So, you know, so that's that. But um, let's take a look at everything. I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a little bit. Of course you are. Um, ESPN, the machine behind ESPN is Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney is the, you know, make dreams come true, you know, all type of stuff like that. Happiest place on earth. Happiest place on earth. On earth. Um, are they backing Trump or have they backed Trump? I don't know about, I don't have any liberty to say of that because I don't know. However, um, just looking at ESPN and the demographic of ESPN, ESPN is typically middle America, white, you know, white males, middle America, females as well too. Um, so the six, which Jamil and Michael are on, um, they talk about sports, but they also talk about black issues as well, too. They had Ice Cube on there and all that stuff mm. like that. So their their show is definitely from the norm, not from the norm of what ESPN is typically about. So now they're already changing the game. Now, I feel like um, what Jamil said was true. Um, there was nothing wrong with that. Uh, that it can be it's proven that, you know, um, I wouldn't say proven, but it's well known that, you know, uh, Donald Trump has had people, white supremacists, support him um, in his campaign, and he has said some racist stuff. Um, however, she should have qualified her statement by saying that these views and opinions are not of ESPN. Um, now, from what Charlemagne said, by them coming and saying that she needs to apologize, are you really supporting Trump and his bigotry, um, his racism, sexism, or are you just trying to cover your ass? So I guess that's my question. Reese, what you think? You said who said that about the bigotry? Um, ESPN. I'm just saying, like it's ESPN by them because they kind of gave like a half-ass apology. Kind of said that she apologizing she's, to Trump. No, apologizing for the statements that she made. Oh, I, first of all, I just feel like <laughs> it is what it is. Everybody be calling him a white supremacist or a racist or not everybody, but people specifically speak mm-hmm. out and say that. I mean, I guess because she has a platform and she's a black woman, I think that's the bigger issue that people don't really want to point out. But the disclaimer I get, the whole, you know, these aren't the views of ESPN. I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. Some stuff is just obvious to me. Like, it's Oof, coming out of my right. mouth. Like, nobody told me to say this. But I, I just think, I don't want to call it, you know, sensitivity, but people... It's, it's a lot a lot more sensitive to these days, um, especially if you um, have a platform. And then, like I said, you're a black woman. Um, black friends. Yeah. A black woman um, speaking about just what you what you feel and think is true. So, 
I mean, for ESPN to come out and say, that's just what they do. Stations, people, people do that. Like when Kathy Griffin got in trouble for doing what she did, she yeah. came out and did she really feel that way? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or did she <laughs> doing it to get her shit back? So, yeah. right. I mean, I mean yeah. her, her apology basically says, so um, on two days ago, she Is said, it Jamel's or Jamel, ESPN? Jamel Hill. Okay. It says, uh, from her Twitter, it says, to, so, so to address the elephant in the room, hashtag facts. And then she says, my comments to Twitter express my personal beliefs. My regret is that my comments in the public way, I made them painted ESPN in unfair light. My respect for the company and my colleagues remains unconditional. So um, I think had she led with that, then it probably wouldn't be as um, bad. But I think it's what's bad is because the ESPN, the machine, Disney, um, kind of went on a defense, uh, kind of went on a defense and tried to cover it up, whereas opposed to her saying that you know these are her thoughts and these are her beliefs. Hmm. So, okay. um, so okay. on the other hand, there I don't know if y'all seen the clip of Miss Texas. Mm-mm. Um, so I guess it was I think it's Miss Universe. Um, they were you know the beauty pageant. Um, so Miss Texas, she stood up to the mic. Um, they asked her a question. They asked her what did she think of what happened in was it Charlottesville? Yeah. They asked her what did she think of that, and she basically said the same thing. She called Donald Trump a white supremacist surround himself by the support of white supremacists, blah, blah, blah. She basically said the same thing, but she was applauded for it. They was Mm -hmm. like, okay, good. You know, they was like, oh, good answer. You know, Mm -hmm. and she's not getting any black backlash for what she said. And is she white? Yes. Oh, I was going to ask that. Yeah, no. um, Yeah, it was a, it's a picture on um, Twitter and it says a tale of two Americas and they got Jamil on one side and they have Miss Texas on the other side. Mm -hmm. And, She's pretty like both women, both women called out Trump for white supremacy. But, you know, maybe I'm not I don't really know. Maybe Jamil's is worse because the whole mm. Disney ESPN thing. She's backed by a company. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, those for those Trump supporters, I guess y'all want someone being Miss Universe that feels this way about your president type thing. Right. Um, yeah. See, and that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know how that uh, how the pageant works or how Miss Universe works, because uh, I don't know if there's any sponsors that she may have or is there any type of machine behind her. And I think that's what the big difference is, is that yeah. there's a machine behind Jamil and there's, you know, oh, I don't like I said, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that there really isn't a machine behind Miss Universe or Miss Texas. So um, but, you know, like you said, it, you know. Black woman, you know, speaks out. Oh, mm-hmm. shut up. Be quiet. Apologize. White yep. woman speaks out. Claps, applause. You deserve to be Miss Universe. So, you know, and you're not And the funny thing is, this is my little brain, but she's not even competing against the universe. How are you going to be called Miss Universe? She's not even competing against the universe. But that's just me. But anyway, um, but yeah, so that, you know, that are my thoughts. I don't know. Like I said, it's. And we're such in a, the political climate that we're in um, and he's making he's. Trump is doing stupid shit every day. Mm-hmm. And this is like the whole every hour. Yeah, every hour. And it's just the whole um administration is just on some BS. And like and he's still under investigation for Russia. Like I just don't, you know, so to call that out, it's not like you're lying. It's facts. It's pure facts. So facts, my nigga. Yeah. So it's just I <laughs> I, 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 I don't so really get it. So for but like I said, you know, it's just the whole political thing that, you know, you behind one person is behind a machine. Um, well, and I guess and that's one of, not. one of my questions. Do you think it's like a lot more sensitive today? I just feel like it's so much sensitivity with not just this, but a lot of different things. Because, I mean, when you, I, you know, I was listening, I'm on my phone, but I was listening to what you were saying. But to me, at the end of the day, it just went to immediately 
she's a black woman with, you know, a platform and I get the whole machine behind it. But like you said, I don't specifically know what's behind Miss USA, whatever, Miss Universe. But even when um, Steve Harvey read the wrong thing, they gave him a lot of flack for whatever true, true. portion of that was. I ain't going to get into that and get no, it wrong. It was Rita Carver. Right? Yeah. Mm, right. <laughs> that they gave to him. Yeah. Look, it's right here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's just kind of like, I mean... Come on, like and like you said, he he been doing a lot of crazy shit for forever, saying shit, doing shit before that, even the shit with Obama, like just stuff been going on, and there's things that show that he may indeed be that way. Yeah, right. Um, So it's it's her opinion, and you know, I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to say, you know, is she back? play the game. Is she back on the show? Is she back? Yeah, she? yeah, she's on the show, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all she had to do was say, hey, all right. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's some bullshit. That's like, your mama, you know, you going and you tell them you sorry. Like I said, because you go and sit down. Like these, <laughs> like the sponsors for Bill O'Reilly. Like Bill O'Reilly was doing all this stuff, and then the sponsors started pulling away. I don't even think the sponsors were going to pull away unless until they got uh, that, that uh, backlash from the public. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you're sponsoring a. Uh, um, a, a sexist individual, mm-hmm. you know, that's been, you know, uh, what's the harass sexual harassment? So, um, yeah, it's just it's so much political ties, and yeah, there is a lot of sensitivity, but you know, if a company does something wrong like that, then your stocks will, you know, go down. So they're probably protecting their stocks too, because like I said, uh, their demographic is the middle aged white man that watches each ESPN, and mm-hmm. now you got the six coming on and. They're already talking about black stuff, so you probably lost some viewerships there. I don't know, but my black friends, you make my black, black friends. friends. Yeah, well, shout out to ESPN and uh, Jamel Hill and um, do your thing, sis. I was about to say, <laughs> come on, sis, come through, come through, push, <laughs> pull up, push through, come through, pull up. We support you. Just Hilarious. <laughs> you got white clubs. All right, insecure in this finale. Woo. So wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm not to cut you off. I need one of those because you already know it's about to be. Uh, yeah, so I was just, okay. can we all just take a deep we just breath, need to listeners? Meditate. Just take everybody, just <laughs> breathe, breathe out, everybody. One, two, three. I mean, Ian, sorry, then let it out. Your breath thing. <laughs> Your breath thing. <laughs> he petty. <laughs> anyway, I ain't even got no <laughs> remarks for him. Let me. Uh, not today, really. Like, shot. Let Sis. Let me be clear. Okay, so I want to say after listening to last week's episode with my boyfriend, he also did not understand the whole Lawrence knew nothing of the rotation. So, <clears throat> all right, I just had to prepare myself again because ho oh, ho, spade a spade. He didn't know that she was going through a rotation. Sorry, sis, but he's still he still fucked around on the relationship. Um, yeah. So where we want to uh. start? Well, I guess the question here is, um, looks like y'all wanted to start with uh, the finale just itself. I guess I'll start with saying the the initial, um, when it first came on, and I was watching it, but I was doing something. Hmm. So I just kind of like, and then, you know, when it got to, it started with Lawrence, and it got You're to right. Miley. And I'm like, why the fuck we started over? And I was like, oh, we get each perspective. That was a good episode. Yeah, I thought that the way they filmed it was great. I think great. that was the, one of the better filmed episodes. Yeah, I thought the way they filmed it was great. Um, the whole conversation between Issa and Lawrence, it just... Ugh. Oh my God! It was just, it, and it's and it's crazy. And I guess let's let's kind of stop here because I want to I want to ask you guys: Has there been a moment where, or you know, that you observed or that you've been in where something like that was long and drawn out, like a conversation like that, and it got to a point where it it, it happened, and you sit there and go like, "Damn, 
That was all that was fucking needed. Just a communication. Like, when yes. They, yeah. When they both spoke and they were just kind of like, you know, and she's like, I could have, you know, you know, help, helped you a little bit more. And he was like, yeah, you know, I was been a bum ass nigga. I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, Damn near. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Moanja, has there been a moment where you, you and whomever or you observe some, you know, other people just I don't uh, be petty in a sense, and then finally they had that conversation where you'd be like, "Damn, I just need a communication." Yeah, um, but unfortunately, it still wasn't resolved. So <laughs> <laughs> they had the conversation, but it still wasn't resolved. Yeah. But um, so, but uh, <laughs> in regards to Lawrence and um, and Issa, um, I really hope women took what she said in consideration. Because what she said was why very, why not people? very important. Because um, it was she was a woman. She cheated on him. I I, I don't know. I mean, what, okay. what else so, you say? But her, everybody but, cheats. <laughs> everybody cheat. Me. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, well, not everyone. Anyone can cheat. Anyone can cheat, but women in general. Um, shout out to Issa Rae. She made a point um, of saying that she, she wasn't. It, no, she should. She should because we support the show. Everybody's talking about the show. What she we said was she basically said that, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I should have picked you up a little bit more when you Yes. Absolutely. So okay. here you go, y'all. Three, two, one. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what the men on the show, Team Lawrence, was all, with, all talking about is that we needed that support, that extra support. But you go off and fuck a nigga. That you, at the end of the show, but, you decided to go but to. But what else did she say after story. she said that? What did she say? I don't know. I forgot. Oh, so I that's, just, that's, only, that's the only thing you heard. I just hung up on that part. This is the thing about guys. They listen to what the fuck they want to listen to. So. What else and did they say? You ask Tell me, I forgot. I forgot. Go ahead. Right. After she said that mm-hmm. she should have done more to support him, she said she didn't know how to. And why didn't she just say, Lawrence, I don't know how to do I don't know. I didn't write the script. The same thing. He said the same thing. They both didn't know how to be there for each other during that time. She didn't know how to be better for him, and he didn't know how to be better for her. She didn't know how to give him the support that he needed to be better. Mm -hmm. So they were. It was lost. It got conjumbled because both people are like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm confused. But one person actually did it, and by that time it was too late because the other person didn't do it. So who did it? Lawrence did. Lawrence got a job at Best Buy. He sucked it up, got a job but at Best Buy. But we're talking about the two years where he wasn't working. We're, we're talking about that. And that's when, that, in, in that those two years, issue. he did. But even though, even though in those two years, uh, Issa still didn't cheat on him, it wasn't until year four where she cheated on him. Year four when she cheated on him. Year four when she cheated on him. If it was, if one year one, two, and three was a problem, why didn't you just leave? Man, shout out to Stacey because she said Issa deserved, she earned that right to cheat. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. What's your perspective from as a guy? Because you focus on Issa right now. Mm-hmm. From what Lawrence said and his faults, his mess up. If you were if you were listening to Lawrence, right. no, I I read um, uh, Lawrence Lawrence <laughs> realized that he should have stepped his game up sooner, and but he didn't know what he was doing, and that's and that's my thing. But he didn't still. But the issue is, is the job missing that he didn't step out and cheat. On no, one, no one's missing Nobody's that. Missing that. No that's a given. That. That's a fact. We're All talking right. about the conversation they had. You keep it's. It's like you're blaming Issa. We get it. The whole premise of this shit is she cheated. Great. Want to? The only thing you talk Pretty about bad. every. <laughs> bad. It's the, Go the, to I the guess story the, by the one. conversation itself that it was just needed. You know, right? They I, both I, I, understood I that. that she cheated. It's to me. I guess I, the whole conversation was just sad because she cheated, but. The whole conversation was just, it was needed. Like, you can see, for me, you can see a lot of remorse and yes. um, 
understanding. Like Lawrence yeah. teared mm-hmm. up. You know, he was. Nice. They both was ready to, you know, boo cry because they had a. <laughs> when you think about their, you know, when you think about someone that you've been with for so long, right. and then you shit went left, and no. then you finally get after being mad at each other, having arguments, seeing pictures of them with other people, you finally get right. You finally get an understanding of what the fuck was going on when y'all went through that rough patch. I personally think, I know you finna say some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I personally think she feels really bad. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I do. I do too. And I don't really, I still don't think that she meant it. And by it, I mean she didn't. Yeah, you meant to pull your pants down and get fucked. And you, meant to, and you meant to, to fuck with him again at the end of the show. I mean, that has let's nothing be real. to do with her cheating. Do with her cheating. The, she wasn't in a relationship when she right. fucked him the, the second time. You, so, you know, get to, we got into this in the live show, okay? But I agree. I totally agree. I do feel like she was very remorseful, um, and, and on both sides too. I think they were, yeah, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, <laughs> huh? I say players fuck up. Oh, <laughs> nah, she's a player. Here we go. Uh, oh my double, gosh, women in double the standards. Oh my, oh my gosh. Um, no, but uh, with Lawrence, with Lawrence too, he, he recognized that he wasn't stepping up to the plate and being the man he should have been. And um, and, and to be honest, the, unfortunately, those things probably had to happen um, to ultimately be where he is today. But mm-hmm. who knows what would have happened if he still wouldn't have cheated? But that's that's not the point anyway. But yeah, probably she did cheat it. He shouldn't have cheated. No, he was he was getting a job. I mean, she sucked his dick to go to the interview, um, and really? yeah, she sucked his dick to go to the interview, and he got the job. So, had she just sucked, she sucked his, his dick, she sucked his dick to go to the interview. Only, only suck his dick. She he probably would have got a suck Daniel dick, and right. right. they had sex. They just had sex. She rolled his dick, but she didn't. <laughs> no wait, come out. But she didn't suck his dick afterwards. It didn't matter. So if she if she only sucked one dick in the whole show, which yeah. was Lawrence. He would probably got a promotion by now, but that's what. That's my point. That makes no. no what sense. is your logic? My anyway, lo- my logic no, is that know. if right. she. No, I'm telling you right now, Stevie. What's that problem? No, no the problem no, is, no. but once you don't know what the fuck you talking. About. <laughs> no, no, y'all just mad because he's talking about dick. Ain't nobody <laughs> mad. <laughs> so, anyway, mad. Um. Okay, so I, I thought it was a good finale overall. I'm yeah. glad that they finally had the conversation that they need to have. Feel bad for Issa though. I'm like, Ooh. he like, is that why you moving? I'm like, shit, don't, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. You're a bum. <laughs> Who's the bum now, bitch? First of all, you <laughs> that type of nigga. Right. You that type of nigga. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. Hey, at least I got some shit to work on. <laughs> she do too. We got y'all. She <laughs> still has a job. Right. Oh, uh, she didn't get, she damn near. She She's hanging on threads. By the way, see, but you know what, Frida? Shout out to Frida. Just, just like Lawrence, to Frida. And just like everybody else, you got to get knocked the fuck down sometimes to get built the fuck up. Like the I bet it won't. I bet it won't take her two years. The bitch about to tap out. Ooh, ooh. Better won't take her two be years. Dang, huh? because he rude. Cause this I'm angry. So I just heard <laughs> right. Right. personal. We gotta no. give him a group hug. Right. his back. So I also wanted to bring up in the finale, um, two things. I don't know about y'all, but the the Due North finale was cracking. The little show, the little slave show. That was stupid. (laughs) Shout out to Kelly. She wrote that. I'm sorry. That was just funny because I'm like, what the hell do Regina and Scott Foley have to do with anything? But whatever. But um, two, so I read an article. It said you probably missed this one relationship bombshell from the Insecure finale. Um, So Tiffany and Derek seem like, you know, they have the good relationships a good marriage the article basically goes into how um y'all know when they were sitting at lawrence's house and 
um, he brought up the dude that Aparna slept with at work. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, uh-uh, you got to nip that in the bud. Yeah. And he was like, you know, Derek was like, Fred was a problem. But I took care of that. And then they also brought up, you know, how when Kelly, not Kelly, uh, Tiffany said that they, you know, he was staying in a mm-hmm. um, hotel, hotel for yeah. six, you know, half the year. So, you know, basically Tiffany don't give too much information. Right. You know, and the article was like, somehow Issa and... um Issa and Molly Molly didn't find out, didn't know that she was pregnant. And that's some big tell your girlfriend type thing. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, everybody watching the finale, but Tiffany nowhere to be found. Tiffany was supposed to be at Issa's house. Mm-hmm. Derek was with Lawrence. So where the hell was Tiffany? At home. She's being pregnant. <laughs> like, was she really though? So y'all, I, mean, I, I, I don't. You think it's thinking too much following. into it, or yeah, I'm not following. Well, it people people are saying that the, it's probably something that you know they put in the shows that people don't pay attention to, but right. it's, it's always somebody that pay attention. Like, wait a minute. And then did you? Um, I was listening, but did you mention the part where they said they had issues in the past before or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And, they, and she's kind of yeah. He yeah. slept at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. She said that. Um, yeah, they're but they're. I guess I kind of get it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they're not main characters, so we don't get too much of right. their story. But to me, even from season one, she's always in season one. She seemed to be the 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 voice in a relationship. Mm-hmm. She was talking for both of them, mm-hmm. and then now we get in season two, and she's like, um, you know, we're good. He had to spend a she she threw it in there yeah. like it was real small. We're good. He just had to spend a year and half a year in the hotel, but we're good. Like what? Who says mm-hmm. that? Why? I don't yeah. know. I I think I like it because that they're married, and you, you know you don't when you're married you don't tell single people your business because they don't need to know, you know. So I I respect it. Like why just when you married? Why not when you're in a relationship? That too. Yeah, I agree. If you're in a relationship as well too, like you don't have to tell people your business because when you tell share your business like that, then people start speculating what's going on. Like yeah. Molly and you know True. Molly and Issa, were, you know, at the end were single at the time when they started <laughs> talking about this stuff. So. um but I don't know. I don't know. Like now, it made me think about it. Like, could they in the next season? Could they write it where they Fred? Develop. Yeah, where Fred could be the could be the baby daddy. Who knows? But I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't even think that would that would happen. Um, but uh, I like those little tidbits though, because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Just because you know, you they know, when they seeds. were they were at Issa's house, um, and she texted Kelly and was like, "I'm not gonna be there," and you know, Issa was like. Look at her already being pregnant. Oh my god! Right. Look at me, I'm pregnant. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, final thoughts for me is thoughts. I am annoyed with Molly. Yeah, she. Um, you know, I'm like, okay, she's gonna get out her um, lingerie for little rail. Mm. Learn your lessons, sis. And then she bring back in Jero. <sighs> I mean, is is she wrong for that though? Like, if you're not physically attracted to someone, but you're attracted to their mind. Um, or, or the personality like i mean of course I, x out the situation that he's married i'm not saying she wrong but at the same time you said you were done oh stop yeah. putting yourself in the same situation expecting a different result okay he's still married yeah you're irritated with anybody else on the show uh Issa, because yes in a, okay. in, in a sense only because I'm so confused on how she ends up at Daniel's place. I think everybody, I think the season leaves us with everybody just kind of still insecure. I mean, Lawrence is, you know, he got his life together on the other tip, but you could tell when he left, he wasn't really sure. He wasn't confused. He was at home kind of like, 
I mean, remember it was uh, episodes ago, but even when he moved um, initially, he was just kind of like, what the fuck? So I think everybody's at a what the fuck state. Issa lost all her shit. She staying with her brother, <laughs> calling her, bitch, your time up. <laughs> Wait, and, um, quick question. Is her brother gay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And How then, we know? And then in episodes ago, and then ended up That's at... um. Ending up at Lawrence's, oh, shoot, foreshadowing. <laughs> Ended up at Daniel's house, and then what Molly's doing, and then uh, what's her name? Uh, Tiffany and her guy. We don't right. really know. Only person that's really to say is Kelly. She got the boyfriend, and you know, the laughing little boo and from shit. the um, yeah. So sip, sipping, sipping I, I think what that's the purpose of the show uh, is to show that everybody, there we go. everybody in a way is insecure. Like yeah, yeah, insecure. yeah. Especially Lawrence with a partner. Like how he was like, oh, who's yeah, that? You know, he's like, oh, this is my friend. And yeah. put a car over. I'm like, where are you going? Um, but Actually, yeah, that was a pussy. She said it was her sister. My thing is, I hate when people do that. You heard me ask you, you know, what was going on? You know, it was funny. And she waited until, I mean, granted, he jumped the gun talking about some, is Colin really that funny? Like, relax. Right, relax. But <laughs> still, like, and then there goes your pile of shit right there. I was like, ooh, shit. Mm. Yeah, I was, that's, I was on Twitter like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. I'm like, ooh, he I don't even know what she calling. Like, yeah, nigga, <laughs> why you put your phone up there? Right, yeah. that's not a good place. Why yeah, you ain't but blocking her. His defense, he but I guess, yeah, So I guess, I guess to end it real quick, what do you guys think about when Issa was in the car and did she send him a friend request and he accepted it or did he send her a friend request? He, he sent her one. Yeah, he so what do you guys one. think about that? Was that like an open door? I think, to I think it cool was. Or like, I a, think, yeah. bitch, I still love you. No. I think. I think if anything, I think okay. it's more so after the conversation, he felt like they could be cool. Yeah. Um, we can be cordial with each other. Um, and maybe he feels like him blocking her was a petty move and maybe he realized he wasn't that guy and was like, let me just get back in the friendship. I don't think there. it was I don't think he probably thought it was a petty move. I think he probably thought like uh It's definitely a girl move. Yeah, but you know, like you said, you're you're on Facebook, <laughs> so so. You, but you're on Facebook. You don't want to see that same shit over and over. It wasn't again. her over picture. Over it yeah. wasn't even her picture. It was Kelly picture. And it wasn't over and over again. But who knows who's to say what she posted on her shit? And then, like I said, you you mad at this person? She posting up a status. This bitch, uh, happy. Oh, fuck her. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. So. You know, you're going to be upset and angry. You're taking this very personal. <laughs> oh, man. This show was good. This show was really good, man. Yeah. I don't know. Really I, I think I think it, it just it leads us into next season to see where I'm it may excited. go. Maybe somebody may comment. Maybe somebody, hey, you know, what you doing? You want to meet me out? You know how stuff no, like no, that be with people. Just because you... Issa's a good woman. You more butt hurt than Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence is pissed. He uh, but you're more tables butt and shit. Than him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Because then he was flipping tables sure? on uh, season two. Like... I ain't gonna flip no table, nigga. <laughs> Pick my table back up. Take my table with me, but no, I ain't flipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sure. you didn't cry in the car. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's that's uh, insecure, you guys. Um, let's talk a little bit about Michael Bennett. What Michael Bennett on this police stop. Um, mm-hmm. This happened uh, a while back here, August twenty six. Um, so what happened was he was at a um, casino um, and during in Las Vegas during the Floyd Mayweather and uh, Conor McGregor fight and uh, some shots broke out. And of course, what you do is you hide and then when you see the police, you run. <laughs> so uh, so he put the status up saying that, you know, in the pursuit of that police kind of um, painted him as the victim. Uh, or or the uh, shooter, if you will, and they you know had a gun to his head, his lights flashed before his eyes, and but he wrote mm. this touching um, story on Instagram, and it says this uh, really quickly: "Dear World, on Saturday, August twenty sixth, two thousand seventeen, I was in Las Vegas to attend the McGregor 
Uh, Mayweather McGregor fight on my day off. After the fight, while heading back to my hotel, 700 people heard what sounded like gunshots. Like many of the people in the area, I ran from the sound looking for safety. Las Vegas police officers singled, singled me out and pointed their guns at me for doing nothing, more than simply being a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, a police officer ordered me to the ground. Uh, I, as I laid on the ground, complying with his commands to not move, he placed his gun near my head and warned me that if I moved, he would blow my fucking head off. Mm-hmm. Terrified and confused by what was taking place, second officer came over and forcefully jammed his knee in my back, making it difficult for me to breathe. Then They then cinched the handcuffs on my wrist so tight that my fingers went numb. Um, so now I'm just going to skip down to its ending points. Um, it says, I've always held a strong conviction that protesting or standing up for justice is simply, uh, is just simply the right thing to do. The fact is unequivocal without question. Why before every game I sit during the national anthem, because equality doesn't live in this country, no matter how much money you make, what job title you have, or, um, how much you give when you are seen as a nigger. You will always be treated that way. The mm. system failed me, and I can only imagine what Eric Garner, Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, T- Tamir Rice, and uh, Charlena Lyles felt. I have retained Oakland uh, Oakland civil rights attorney John Burris to investigate and explore my legal options, including filing a civil uh, rights lawsuit for the violation of my constitutional rights. Sincerely, Michael Bennett. So we've heard this story uh, too many times before, but... Um, the interesting thing is that the police uh, did respond and they basically said that they didn't know it was him. So with that being said, so had it been a, any other hmm. nigger, oh God. would you have blown his fucking head off? But uh, now that you found out it was him, his money, his power, his resources, it's, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. We didn't know it was you. America, we got to wake up. I'm sorry. This is this this stuff like this right here is why. Colin Kaepernick is kneeling and now he doesn't have a job because it's ridiculous to see people, black men being under scrutinized for just being black. And he has the resources to do what he needs to do or to uh, file a slave suit. But Trayvon Martin or any other uh, black kid or black male or a black woman for this case or any cases that don't have the resources, they're ass out. Yeah, uh, yeah. For them to say, "Oh, we did. Oh, my bad. I know it was you." Like, <laughs> I like. Yeah, I damn ain't got no words for that because that's sad. <sighs> I ain't got no words for that. Right. Um, so I yeah, don't, I don't have any words. For I that. guess when when you read that part, what popped in my head was: so if they did know it was him, they would have just stopped. Probably, basically, that's, probably. that's what they're saying. Yeah, probably, or ask for autograph. Oh snap! It's Michael Bennett. Uh, can I get an autograph? Yeah. So, but so my bad. Just hearing that, it, it's one. It sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. Slammed him into the ground, knees in the back. Shit! Somebody say on my back. I damn near can't breathe. So I know if someone is putting their knee and all their weight in my back, I'm probably gonna feel like I can't breathe. And then put the um, handcuffs so tight that his hands went numb. Like, come on now. Even yeah. if it wasn't him and it was just a regular civilian, Person. that's crazy. Yeah. And Michael Bennett, uh, background on him, plays for the Seahawks. Um, and uh, he is very active in the community. Um, he uses his resources to do the same thing Kaepernick is doing. Now, I think the reason why he has his job and really not, not too many um, people are on him is because he's, a you know, his, he plays his position very well. Um, but. It is just ridiculous. I just feel like that that saddens me because 
if you're poor and black, you're definitely not going to have an opportunity to, um, you know, get a lawyer, file a civil suit and this, that and the other. But even if you're and he also says too that if you're a black and rich, you're still going to be singled out as, you know, a victim or as a criminal, if you will. So I don't know. It's just sad. It saddens me. America, step your game up. Yeah, it's just another story of unfortunateness. That's a word. Like, I like. I really don't. It sounds so bad, but I really don't have no words for that. Cause yeah. it's like it's the same shit. Like, yeah. just for somebody who got money, and then then you tell me, oh yeah, I didn't know if it was you. Basically mm-hmm. insinuating that if you knew it was me, whoever I am. You know what I'm saying? In this world as a black man, then you wouldn't have, oh, I don't know what you would have did then. Yeah. And right. another interesting point too, um, Roger Goodell, I think that's his name, the commissioner of the NFL, did respond to it. I don't know exactly what he said, but that's very unique for him to respond to some, such issues like that because uh, t- typically he doesn't, um, especially with the whole Kaepernick case. Uh, so that's interesting. And like I said, I think it has to do because um, Michael Bennett, uh, who was brother, I forgot his brother's name, but his brother played for Green Bay Packers, um, who is active in the community, but he's also a good player. So, hmm. you know, if you perform better, maybe you get more perks in the NFL. I don't know. But I don't think it's just the NFL. I think that's just yeah, sports, sports, being a celebrity overall. Yeah. yeah. In sports and politics, they go hand in hand. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's Michael Bennett and his situation. I don't even I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing that I that I had for in the news was, um, I like I said I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I find myself doing that more than like watching TV and stuff lately, um, especially since some of our shows are going off. Um, so I was listening to Oprah's podcast, uh, which is just her TV show, show Super Soul Sunday, just put into podcast format. Um, th- this episode was really interesting. She had, he's a <clears throat> pastor from out of Brooklyn, New York, um, A.R. Bernard. So, um, to kind of sum it up, he wrote a book called Four Things Women Want for Men. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I was listening, it seems as if he kind of, uh, used himself as, as an example, um, and now he's married. He's been married for, I want to say, 40 plus years to his wife. Jeez. Um, mm-hmm. So he initially, I guess I just kind of wrote some things down. He initially kind of uh, went through his story a little bit at the beginning. Um, just some things that I wrote down. He mentioned, as we all kind of know, and I think people say, but loosely in a sense, he said men and women, um, or I think we said the other way around, but he said men and women speak the same language. Um, they just interpret things differently. Absolutely. Um and then I guess his first um, thing that uh, women want from men is maturity. Mm-hmm. And he gave an example that I thought was interesting. He said he sat down with a couple of women and he said he noticed that a lot of them said, well, I just wish that he would grow up. I just <laughs> want him to grow up. And he was like, and I'm just like, dang, why do I keep hearing this? So he said maturity um, was the first thing he said. He defined it by saying that um, maturity doesn't come with age. It begins with the acceptance of responsibility for Things like words, thoughts, attitudes, actions, or motives. Um, so I guess I wanted to kind of pause there. Um, do you, I guess do y'all agree with that? That uh, definition of maturity, or a maturity? First? Yeah, the definition of maturity, and then I guess as it comes, I guess you from you, Lassie, as a woman, do you did that like one of the that you want from a man is the maturity? Like, is that? Um, yeah, um, definitely. Um, what was the words he used? It was three words or something that was at the end. He wants, uh, it's it's actually taken, it begins with the acceptance uh, and taking responsibility for words, motives, actions, thoughts, and attitudes. Yes, definitely. Um, because you'll get, 
I don't and I don't know if this seems immature to some people, but you'll get guys who can't hold a conversation, who can't admit when they're wrong, who can't yeah. um, do things like that. And that seems immature. I mean, in a relationship, neither one of us is going to always be right or, mm-hmm. you know, but it's even if you not if even if you're even if you're not wrong, mm-hmm. step up to the plate, be mature. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? I agree. Um, and I guess for you, Moanje, do you, I guess, do you agree with that? definition of maturity and do you think you're mature as a man um yeah i, I definitely <laughs> i do agree with that um yeah. immature males uh typically what they do is is that huh i was just waiting for the response of hey pierre you want to come outside <laughs> no Maybe. um uh yeah but immature males uh in general they don't this big thing they don't take responsibility for their actions for their words like i can just picture uh, this might be a bad idea but i can picture you know uh a baby daddy that you know <laughs> don't take responsibility for him not showing up for the time he's supposed to pick up his child why why weren't you here on time oh i was doing such and such with such and such it's mm, like true. you know that's your you know that's your time to pick up why aren't you there to pick up? So And that's a poor excuse. And that's a poor excuse. It's, yeah. Instead of saying, you know what, I misjudged the time. It's totally my fault. Won't happen again. That's that. You know, and it would stop, probably stop her in her tracks. Like, whoa. So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So what I was guess, the second part? <laughs> what was the, what was the second Are part? You, do you think you're mature as a, as a male? Oh, yeah, I, think I'm, I, I don't think and... I'm, f- I'm fully mature because I still have experiences to go. Um, so, okay, but I think for my age, I am. I think this was it was interesting. He said the maturity is just basically the acceptance for responsibility. That's mm-hmm. it. But you just said that you feel like you had some learning to do or whatever you just said. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it because there are some things that I'm not responsible for as of yet that. I don't know where I would be. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not responsible for a home. You know, I got, of course, I got an apartment, but. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not there yet, but yeah. I mean, right now where you are. That's what I said at my age. Yeah, that's what I said. I said at my age, I but think then you I'm. Put I'm the other part. I'm, I'm just, period, talking about at, right now. So, yeah, at my if, age, yes, I, I believe I am responsible. Okay, so, but you're talking about a home, though, at the end of the day, down the line. I'm talking about now, at your age, when it comes to relationships and dating women and people. Do you think you, you're mature? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I said that. I just, I, all I'm saying is that. I don't think I'm at the point where I need to be at because there's still more things to do. But at this age, right now, I think I am. Just, when it comes to relationships, not yeah. other. What do you mean, other things to do in terms of relationships? Like, like relationships, being married, or you yeah, know. Yeah, that's but yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, right now, I think I am. That's <laughs> no, I got it. I, I, I'm no, agreeing it's, with it's, you. It, no, it's and, I don't see it that way. But it's just interesting yeah. that you add the extra stuff when he just said. He just said it's basically about responsibility, accepting the responsibility. But you added right. this other stuff like, oh, yeah, but I still got stuff I need to learn, though. And it's like, that's not what I said. So, right. I, but I, I get what you're saying, but that's just okay. So, so <laughs> let me ask you. What did he say in the beginning? He said, women, we say the same language, we just interpret things. Interpret it. Nah. <laughs> um, so, uh, just, I guess, while we're here, just to get the four things mm-hmm. first is maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and, and strength. strength. It was a good episode. Yeah, I was going to ask you so for before I continue. I guess what were your thoughts on what you heard or watched or whatever? Um, or heard you got you got. Like, oh. I had to listen a couple times only because the first time I accidentally tuned it out. You know how you you have You're something running shit. in the background, yeah, and I was doing stuff. Um, and then the second time I fell asleep midway, but I was still listening. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> him and Oprah are so soothing." You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I liked it. Um, just because um, not only did he um go into the book that he wrote but he also gave a little um i really really liked his background story about how he got into um 
what is he? Pastor. A pastor. I didn't mm-hmm. want to say the wrong term. How he got into being a pastor and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's regarding the four things, um, which were maturity, decisiveness, consistency, consistency, and strength. And strength. Completely agree. Um, and he also, um, even on my way over here, um, I liked when he got the strength. He was like, and he didn't mean like being physically strong. Yeah. Um, he's talking about you know a different strong and. Um, I also like the little story that he told about how him and his wife are um, on a in the car <laughs> in the car yeah. on a road trip, and she uh, kept asking him, um, "Are you hungry?" or you know, "Do you want to go eat?" Yeah, um, I'm good. right. So he just keeps on driving along. They get to their destination, and she got a little attitude, and he like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> hungry, <laughs> right? And Oprah, Oprah's so funny. She wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah, she's hungry, <laughs> right? So I thought that that was cute because he really didn't think nothing of it. You right. know, he thinking she. I guess to me, I interpreted him thinking that she's worried about him being hungry. Right. But in her mind, she's basically telling him she's hungry. Yeah. And, and if I'm like, hungry, you hungry. Right. <laughs> and I was like, why do we do that? Yeah. yeah that's but. what I thought too. But I thought it was why? interesting coming from somebody, you know, older and a pastor and, and he understood it. True. I thought that was interesting. Also, Oprah is funny because she said, how long were you guys married before you, you know, that yeah. situation had happened? And he said a good 10, 15 years until that, that yeah. situation happened. And I was like, wow. Yeah. So, so uh, back to what he was saying about strength. He said, strength of character, the courage to live out your convictions, no matter what the crowd is doing. And this is what you was talking about. He said, when a man is strong, he can be gentle because he is strong. And I thought that was interesting because I think about people maybe like my dad. Like mm-hmm. I consider him somebody that is strong. Mm-hmm. But when he does need to be gentle, he can be gentle. And mm-hmm. I, th- I just thought that was cool. And just kind of comparing it to things of the past or people I may have dated or something like that. Mm-hmm. Considering my dad is a 50 something year old man versus right. somebody that's young. Um, I, I just really thought the acceptance of responsibility thing was interesting because I feel like people would linger on to, well, I still got stuff to learn. And it's like, you're going to learn it or you're going to accept it and keep going. So Right. I mean, exactly. Like, we ain't got time for you to learn it. We yeah. Learn right now. So <laughs> one of my last it's remarks. not fair. How? Uh, there's, there's certain opportunities that, you know, uh, are you, uh, wait a minute. Are you saying that, like, what are you saying, like, learn right now? Like, what, what do you mean by that? So he says that being mature, it just it doesn't come with age. It's just accepting that you just need to do whatever the hell you need to do. So accepting the way you say things or or excuse me, being responsible for the way you say things, your thoughts, your actions, instead of like you just said, being immature and say, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Or or making up a lie or some mm-hmm. shit or not being um, responsible for things that you say and not being able to apologize. Things like that. Yeah. I think you're kind of you were kind of going towards buying a house and stuff that when you get there. You're accepting that responsibility because you're there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about in terms of relationships and things like that. Mm. Um, one of my last remarks, though, he talked about women in upward mobility. Um, and then he said, in this era, men need to meet women where they are. Because there's a new role for women in mm. society today. Oh, I thought okay. the statistics that he said was actually interesting. He said... Um, like majority of college applications are coming from women. Like yeah. I think he said 60%. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. Um, okay. So I guess I wanted to ask you more, Jay. Do, do you believe that's true? Because Oprah was like, yes. yes! <laughs> um, uh, I, I believe to a yeah. certain degree. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, women are, 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 um, are graduating at a faster rate than men are. Um, and I think particularly, I don't know the statistics, but I think black women are the smartest women in the country right now. Um, mm-hmm. And, and Per capita, if you will. So, yeah, um, I still 
think that and I'm not trying to combat what he's saying. I still think that there are certain roles, um, positions that women would still need to play. Like, I don't, I don't think it's fair for a man, a man to say that you're a woman, you can't go to school. I'm going to take care of the bills. No, women are in the workforce. Women are, uh, have ideas. Women have ambitions, have goals that you need to meet a woman at that place because they're going to be with you and they're going to be at home and then they're going to not be happy. And you don't want a, a woman that's ha- unhappy because then you're going to be ultimately be unhappy. So yeah, I agree with him with that. Yeah. So yeah, that's what he's saying. So I think that um, he just kind of also talked about back, you know, in the day we always mentioned how it was just different for women. Right. Mm-hmm. Women weren't really going to school. They were just staying at home right. while you made the money. And I think he feels like a lot of people or men struggle with that where yeah. women, they feel threatened, especially by a black woman too, who's in a position where, you know, she's a little bit higher. Mm, she's smart. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, go ahead. I was going to say that made me think of um, the Tyler Perry movie with um, a family that prays. How Sana Lathan had the oh, the good um yeah, the, the really good job and then mm. her husband was what a construction worker. Yeah, and he kinda mean. felt like he was the woman in the relationship and that right. she just Yeah she felt like she could do whatever she wanted because she made more money right, and right. took care of everything. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know. My last remark too, he um I guess we're not there in our lives, so I didn't really want to go there, but he just kinda talked about um well Lassie mentioned him being married to um his wife for forty something years and I guess what it means to be married and him like she gave the example of him in the car with uh his wife saying basically saying I'm hungry, so when I'm hungry, we hungry. <laughs> so he said it took him a while to understand and then he also mentioned um, it, he came to a point in his life where he realized that he put other things first before mm. his wife and his marriage. And I thought it was interesting, like the church and other people and things. Right. And he said it took him a while to really be like, damn. And he said when he went back to his wife, she was just kind of already so far gone with it. Like, yeah, whatever. So, you know, they had to kind of rebuild back on that. Mm. And then um, just talked about listening, being an art. Um, I like, <laughs> not to cut you off, I like that, um, that part of it because he said he, you know, t- took responsibility yeah. for what happened. He said um, that he depreciated her because he was yeah. putting everyone else in front of her. And he yeah. said, when you depreciate something, it loses value. Yeah. Um, and she starts to see that. And she's right. like, oh, fuck it. Pretty much. Um, so um, I guess my last thing, I, th- I think I had it on here. Um, we have a caller. I'm going to call oh, him back, though. No. Oh. Yeah. We missed it. Got the ring on? Who that? You know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Yo, Roger. What's up? Yo, yo, what's up? I had to miss your call here, but uh, we want to definitely get you on the pod here. Um, Reese, uh, set him up real quick, what we're talking about. Um, well, I guess we let's kind of go to what you had next, because you mentioned it, and it's actually next on here, the gender roles and um, the lines being blurred in 2017. Was that yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so, that's a great uh, lead into. So, um, I was just, just thinking. <laughs> he had oh, a clear God. throat. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I was thinking that in uh, 2017, um, and you're obviously married, so you know I want to get your thoughts, especially being at a young age too. Um, are the gender roles blurred in 2017 um, as opposed to back in the day when, say, for instance, your great grandmother, your grandmother uh, would basically take care of the home, and you would go out and get the bacon, and get the money, get the donuts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, I would. I would definitely say it is. Um, I'm a, I'm in a different type of relationship though. Like uh, I have a very hybrid relationship, which basically means like it's kind of a mix between both. Okay. Um, although I do still feel like, and I feel I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like social media takes 
that interpersonal communication and that type of relationship and, and interacting away. So people have, a lot of people, a lot of people in my age group and, and younger than my age group have kind of lost that that uh that courting, you know what I'm saying, when you're dating, when you're dating mm. a woman or, you know what I'm saying, you guys are talking to things of that nature. Um, are you asking more so me to go in upon, like, expand on what my relationship is like or, like, what are you... Yeah, or just in general, like, say, for instance, are you, as a man, are you required to take the garbage out while she cooks and wash the dishes or is it, oh, does yeah. she does she take the garbage out and you cook and wash the dishes or... All right, yeah, I got you. So, yeah. um... And and this has been something that's kind of been heavy for me, just just like learning and growing from being a boyfriend to a baby a baby daddy to from that transitioning or um, transitioning into being a fiance when I asked her to marry me and and learning what that what that means and then changing from a fiance to a husband and learning like those because a lot I don't know I I don't think a lot of people actually take take that into account and I'm not mm. saying that it's bad that they don't but that's just one of the things that I did and you know what I mean I, I personally I, I want to be the breadwinner you know what I'm saying I am the breadwinner and, and that's just a, a man's nature and I don't know if it's just because of society type thing yeah. or you know what I'm saying if this goes back to this tone age when the man was hunting and gathering you know what I'm saying and, and he would bring the food home and then the woman would prepare the food but in my household I take out the garbage. Um, she usually cooks like nine times out of ten. Um, the dishes are like we fight with the dishes. Neither one of us like doing dishes, but I absolutely <laughs> hate doing dishes. Bro. Yeah. I hate touching wet food on plates. Y'all gotta get a dishwasher. Um, we do got a dishwasher. But you still got to. I think you still got to scrap it, scrap so it too. off too before well, you yeah. get it in there. Yeah, you yeah, don't put them yeah, in there with know, all the gunk you know, on it. That's disgusting. But, then, but there are there are certain things that I feel like. Um, a wife should do, you know what I'm saying, being in a household. Um, and that just comes with different things like, I, I don't even know, because it's, it's, it's still like stressed out, you know what I'm saying, because we both take care of him, we both give my son baths, mm-hmm. feed him, take care of him, different things like that. But certain duties shouldn't be a, a back and forth like, well, I did this this time, I mm-hmm. did that last time. Okay. You know what I mean? It should either be a, we get it done when it needs to be done and or, you know what I'm saying, as a man, when things go wrong with finances, I step up to the plate, car issues, I take the car to go get checked out, I pay for it, take care of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you, would there, would, the not, not to cut you off, but would you be, would it be a problem if she did all that? She just said, I'm going to take the car up to no, go. It wouldn't, okay. It, it wouldn't be a problem, but I have them, I have more knowledge when it comes to those things. So okay. I don't mind doing those types of things. Um, and when it comes down to like if the house needs to be straightened up or like the vision needs to be done or just like simple stuff like I would I would lo- I, I love for my wife to greet me at the door. You know what I'm saying? This, uh, this doesn't happen every day, but you know what I'm saying? Like if and and mainly because we usually uh, we usually work together. Like we both go to work at nine. We both I pick her up from work and we both come home type thing. Okay. But if I'm at home, you know what I'm saying? And I've been out all day. I would like to come home too a nice, welcoming, warm environment, you know, like whatever that may mean, taking my bags out of my hands, taking my coat off, or just little things like that. And I said, I don't know, that's just kind of like the idea that I have of marriage in a way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's, 
it's kind of it's kind of both ways, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, uh, for you know calling and well, calling in first, and we calling you back and then answering. So, um, and after you left, there was a voicemail too. But uh, yeah, I'm. It's great to, that you called too. You called at the perfect time because yeah, we, you know. What do y'all? We, what do y'all think? Um, well, we kind of discuss, <laughs> discussed it on the pod. So once we uh, post it, we post it every Monday. Um, so you can definitely check it out. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and oh, Google okay. Play. So, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you okay. calling in. All right, man. For sure. All right. Thanks. Always good to show love. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. Peace. Yeah. So, uh, should we tell, was that Roger? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing only because when he said he wanted to be greeted at the door to a warm environment. And I just think, not me, but I just thought, I don't know why, something just popped in my head. Not for his situation either, just <laughs> coming home, house full of kids. And, oh, you know, around. the dude just standing there, like, waiting to be greeted. And she like, hi, nigga, get in here and help. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started laughing. Cause that, Walk right back out the house, like, I got to go. <laughs> you bogey. I would. I'm like, I got to go. Give your kids. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Kevin Hart. third one, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Was that Shaq? Shaq's comedy jam. And he was like, "You don't want like no happy ass woman." He said, "You walk in the home, the house." She's like, "Who's home? You are. You are. Oh my god, He's like, sit down." Like, like a little dog. Who's home? You are. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think that. Um, I think, like you said, and I don't know if everybody kind of thinks that some things have been kind of set by society for yeah. so long. Like I would expect for you to take the garbage out. Like I could do it. I would do it, but I would. Mm. Here you go. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I expect certain things. I think dishwashing and cooking, the, like everything. I feel like those are interchangeable. Yeah, interchangeable as, as well as taking a garbage out. But off top, growing up, my mom to my brother take the garbage out. Like right. Like, okay. I think it's just kind of what's set in stone. I think everything else is interchangeable. But is it? interchangeable but um (laughs) (laughs) so you asking is it so how do you feel about the subject um i think in 2017 the lines are blurred and and not in a bad way but i think that there are some no i'm sure like I, i don't think there's there's any um i guess if we're in a committed relationship especially in roger's case married um we are working for a goal and our goal is to sustain our family and grow our family so if that requires you to take the garbage out, take the garbage out. Or if that requires me to cook and, and clean dishes, I'm cooking and cleaning dishes. So I think that I think back in the day, it was like you said, it was set in stone where, you know, I'm supposed to go home, make the money. I take the intern, get that money and we buy the food. You take the food. You make this food. We eat it. You clean up the dishes. You take care of the household. This, that, and the other. Boom, boom, boom. And I'll make sure I take care of you. You want some shoes? Baby, let's go. We're going to go up the street and get you some shoes. Whereas now, 2017, baby's like, bye, babe. I'm going to the store. I'm about to go buy some shoes. All right. See me when you come back home. She's got her own money to do it. You know what I mean? As opposed to waiting on you? me. But no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. Shit, that's gifts for me. This, <laughs> babe, come give me something. What if she's still spending your money, though? What if she asks you for money for shoes and she go, like, with her girlfriend or something? She's going to give it. When Mwanja go, uh, he going to do it. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. he do that and put his nose in there? I think. <laughs> out. Uh, no, uh, uh, great. <laughs> Snip the air out of the room. <laughs> fuck you. It's already hot. <laughs> uh, fuck you. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a yes. To no, me. no. I, I think we would have our bills established. We would have our play money each, and then we have our bill money. So I think she have to use our own play money. What if she wanted to use your money? I don't. <sighs> you can't buy your wife no shoes. I don't. I have to go. I'll buy the shoes. I'll buy them. But why have to give you the money? To go buy your own shoes and your own money. <laughs> ain't nothing, I wasn't wrong with that. I 
was in nothing wrong with that. You, you said, know? well, my money a little low this week. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, that's, no, that, that's the case. That's different. I'll loan you the money. My money a little low this week. You're going to pull one of those. A loan? I'll loan you the yeah. Dude yeah this is my play money. Like this is my money. I use what I want to do. What's dear and dear and near to me. Now, if I want to take my own money and buy you some shoes, then yeah. To all our female listeners, one is not the guy for you. No, am, am I wrong? Am I wrong for <laughs> no, that? Because I, I know, I know, I know for a fact that <laughs> there they are got this far. They already know. there are married couples that do exactly that. You have you get two hundred dollars to that spend seems, this month. That just seems so tit for tat to me. I don't think so. I don't think that's how you manage your money. That's how the money I mean, is managed. Yeah, obviously we want to manage money, but I think mm. that's how you want to manage your money. I think it's a little a little tat to it. I, I get the I don't tit. Think so I, I, she said tit tat. I said there's a little tat to it, but you know I get the tit. You know so. I'm I'm very like okay, let's make sure we got enough cash for that ass. But um, I could see where that that could you know be sufficient. I guess down the line where you okay, let's manage. But I don't know. I just I go with the flow. Shit. I can see. I can see if it was happening like. Every other week or every week, she's yeah. like, "Can I get some money for this? Can I get some money for that? Can right. I get some money for this?" That would be Ooh, different. That's a good point. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, what is uh, Pastor Pastor uh, Pastor uh, Bernard? Um, he said that um, Bernard. the bigger the biggest obstacle to peace um, is selfish selfishness. In order to love, we gotta mm. be unselfish. So then he mentioned um, him and his wife. Um, had a list of things on like you know why they love one another as a lot of people you're like why you love oh she she rub my back she do this she do that um and then he mentioned oops, thought something happened um <laughs> he mentioned that um if you have reasons to love someone you have and you have condition conditions and when the conditions are not met the relationship is in trouble so i don't know what y'all just said just made me think of it is like when you have conditions i guess do y'all believe that if you have conditions and he's talking about somebody that's married obviously mm. but um and it could be a relationship too if y'all deep or whatever someone else um, call you want to try them and see what they say it's yeah two, one, two, i don't know this number Look like so. new york 214 making it up for la running from the yeah and i shoot that i don't know what happened to the number how are you going right here really yeah. But basically, he said you, it, it's basically about being empathetic. It's Dallas. So it's probably somebody from Dallas. Okay. I'm sorry, I looked it up. That was <laughs> <laughs> quick. Who called? 414, who called? <laughs> Hit him with the mature or the um, whatever you was talking to, such and such. Hello? Hello. All right. This is Wabio Podcast. We saw that you called here and we want to give you a call back. Ring, ring. Yep. All right, Max. I just... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, none. I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me. Oh no, you're good. No, you apologize. I just want to know who who I'm who am I speaking to? <laughs> oh, you speaking to Darnell? Darnell, what's good, man? How's it going? Uh, great. Thanks Gr- for asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the reason why I called, um, well, the reason why you called, because we have a topic here that's very interesting. Um, what we're talking about in 2017? Do you believe that as in relationships? Do you believe that? The lines or gender lines are blurred. So say, for instance, for example, you are in a relationship and uh, your wife takes out the garbage and you cook and clean or, you know, you take care of the household while your wife goes out to work. Do you think that that's more acceptable now in 2017 or is there still that strict structure where man makes more money, man should make more money, man should go out and feed uh, feed the family and uh, provide it while the wife cook the food and, and take nurture the kids? Well, I mean, the 
to put it out there. Uh, I think we have a perceived perception that we're progressive, but mm. but we're really not. But we're really not because I mean I'm starting to see a rise of women for, uh, doing more than the men, and I also see men being a, a little bit more feminine. But at the end of the day, as far as what we're attracted to and what mm. we uh, keeps the ball uh, rolling in our relationships and how we deal with other people are still some old fashioned. Uh, uh, rules like like I saw a video where a girl proposed to a man, mm. and majority of women and majority of women are progressive enough to a want to do that or mm. feel like comfortable doing that. So the, the gender roles are very bl- uh, blurred, but we still but we still haven't left the old fashioned uh, ways. We're not we're not ready for that yet. Do you hmm. think that the old fashioned ways? Uh, do you think they worked, or do you think that there should have been a little? No tweaks here and there that kind of would that would probably made the marriage or the situation because you you think that say for instance and I'm not saying for you an example but the great the great grandmothers and the and the, uh, grandmothers do you think they were happy where they were as far as like they say for instance they really wanted to work at the telephone company I can't think of a job right now and they weren't able to do it because their husband was the main breadwinner and he needed her to stay at home and provide you know provide the food and nurture you know pick up the kids or you know, help them with the, whatever, whatever the case may be, but she needed to be home to do X, Y, and Z. Do you think well, that worked? Well, I mean, let me, let me uh, come at you at, from a different angle. Okay. Don't think of it as does the old way work better than a new thing. Think of it as uh, like uh like a recipe. Okay. A okay. little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, and you get better things. I think as far as old fashioned ways, they're they're in nowadays terms they're just good enough for foundation okay. like mm. that that's it that's Base. it like okay. uh like coming home cooking eating together that builds a sense of unity mm. uh you not talking crazy to your man isn't oh I, I don't have nothing to say it's it's a respect level because even though your grandma and grandpa didn't like each other all the time there was a heavy respect level mm-hmm. and that we that we just don't have anymore how mm. many how many guys how many guys are, are how many black men as a whole we are called ain't shit by our own women oh I don't and, see then, that. and then and then vice versa we over here dogging our women out mm-hmm. like Terrible. And when we talk about old fashioned, when we talk about old fashioned ways, just think of it as a recipe for foundation. Nothing more, nothing mm. less. Mm. And hence, since it's the foundation, all these new ideas can build upon uh, what our grandparents uh, messed up on. Okay, okay. Um, not to be, get too personal, but are you in a relationship now, or are you are you taking some of these ideas and using a relationship now? If you are in one, are you married? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing the whole relationship thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that if you don't mind what, I guess, mean? what do you mean you uh, just you just uh, mean you're not in a relationship but you don't want to do it right now both okay so why I guess to, just to say ask why don't you want to do it what does that like mean I mean well I mean just to put it out there uh, and this is just me checking myself A I don't have the skills as oh, far okay. as as far as uh, you know the, the new age relationships because I mean I can be committed I can be loyal but there's mm. still some other things as myself I need to work on like I need to be more patient I need to be more understanding and uh, you know a few other things I got to work on so how do you work on that without actually doing the relationship thing well well here's the thing uh, people people never really t- talk about it but 
in a relationship, that is the most open and vulnerable most people will ever be in their life. Mm-hmm. You're not vulnerable. You're not vulnerable at work. You're not vulnerable with your family. You're just literally like uh, the relationship is the gateway to all your to open up all your problems and and opening up all your demons. And me, I, I'm I'm two steps ahead, guy. So what I'm gonna do is work on myself. So when those trials and tribulations come, and I have to think about another person, plus keep myself intact. Mm. Uh, at least I'm I'm going in whole instead of broken. Yeah, Ooh, okay. I, yeah, I totally get that. But I guess how do you work on that though? You know, like what do you do oh, to okay to prepare well, for a relationship well, if you're not relationshiping? Okay, well, first thing first, you got to be self aware. Yeah, I agree. You, like over 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 everything, you have to have the honest, most honest conversation with yourself. Write out your pros and your cons about yourself. Uh, talk about can you carry a conversation? Can you be interesting. Can you have, are, are you good at sex? Are you good at being a leader? Are you good at uh, being emotionally intelligent? Like, like people always want to jump in a relationship mm. and try to work on themselves. And that's, this is not the thing. When you work on yourself, you, you see what's wrong. You figure out where all the, uh, where it started, you fix it. And then you keep going on. Okay, mm-hmm. I, 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 see I get some, what you're saying, I but I guess, that. yeah, I, I, I totally get the being self-aware and understanding, you know, where you are versus jumping in a relationship and not being there. But I guess it, I, I get it. But I, I guess the other side of it to me is like, how do you know, like, what do you do to know that, okay, now I'm patient enough to be in a relationship? Or, or put it in a, in a better, better way, because um, I, I think what, you, what you're saying is it uh, yeah, absolutely makes sense. However, do you, would you pass up on a woman? That loves you for who you are right now and is willing to work with you, but you know, you like you said, you still have you know some things to you go through. You feel that way about yourself, yeah. Um, to be honest, no. Okay. And and but but uh, no, mm-hmm. because like my thing is, uh, I'm all about uh, making stuff last, and if I feel like there's a, a chink in the armor, yeah, that could. Uh, could get us down the road. I I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't even go out there hmm. ill prepared. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I think. I think. I think. I love. I would love and respect the person I'm with too much to put them in that position. Okay. No. I no. I completely understand that. I completely understand that. I guess here for YBO, we just wanted. We with that being said, we just want to make sure that, um, you know, you don't pass up on the opportunity. Where you know someone, you know someone could could come along, and, and you know some of the skills that you're still working on yourself, they could show you a better way. Because I've been in I've been in situations where too, and I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I've been in situations <laughs> where um, I didn't have certain skill sets, but mm-hmm. by me meeting someone else, they were able to help me and get get me to that certain skill set. So even though we didn't work out, now I I've, I've grown better. Yeah. I got that lesson. I've grown better, and I'm in the same position. I'm still working on myself too. Yeah. It's a lot, lot of yeah. stuff. And I, and I guess that's what I was saying. Like, if once you're relationshiping, you know, you come if if it ends, you come out of it with a lesson. Maybe right. it taught you how to be patient or whatever or something like that. It just didn't work. Um, I guess last question, Darnell, before we let you go. So, if say because you said you wouldn't pass up on it, say you do get in that relationship, and then you say you there's that little kink in the road that you like. Ooh, I don't want to put that person through it. So, at, do you? I guess, do you see that kink prior to, or do you just get into it and then when the kink pop up, you like, whatever, I got to go? Like, how does that work for you? Well, uh, that, well, that goes back to my whole uh, check yourself ahead of the honest mm-hmm. conversation because, because, mm-hmm. uh, because th- think of it, okay, 
think of both as a test. You're taking a test either by yourself or with another person. But mm-hmm. the scary thing with the good thing with taking the test with the other person is if y'all are compatible or y'all rock with each other that heavy, then you have somebody to get you through the test. Or on the reverse side of that, you got a teammate, but your problems are too heavy for the both of y'all. And now y'all both got to carry this load that you could have took care of beforehand. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. But man, Donna, we truly appreciate you for uh, calling in, man, and giving us your point of view. And uh, yeah, tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll probably be here for another 30 minutes, maybe 30, 45 20. minutes, 20, 20. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 20, another 20 minutes here. So please, you know, have someone call in and uh, we'd love to speak with them. Uh, thank you so much. Man, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Take care, brother. <laughs> brother man, any other man? So I, I guess I want to pose this question before we hop off this topic real okay. quick. Um, do you think what he's saying, it, like back to this whole question thing, do you, lastly, do you feel like he's not accepting responsibility? You know, like say, like, for example, let's pose that you met a woman. She's, you know, willing to work with you. You, you know, y'all is going well or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You like her, y'all, y'all working. And. You know he's <laughs> y'all stupid. Well, he's looking, no, I didn't look there. I was ready right. to get the answer. He's laughing at her face. He, he right because he looked at me. He's all. I just wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> what? Back to the, the question on the, um, Ugly. from the other from Oprah's podcast from mm-hmm. Mr. Bernard, Pastor Bernard. Do you? He said like you know I, I'm working on myself. Blah blah blah. But he get in a relationship. Let's say whatever. But do you think for him to say that you think he's not accepting responsibility for his issues? You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, well, I got to be more patient. Like, but then it's like what Moanje said. Like, well, what if you meet somebody that's you know, that's potential or whatever. Like, I, it's funny that you asked that question because when he said that, I kind of went back to that, that conversation that yeah, he that's had with Oprah. Did, yeah. Cause it's like, he's saying he's not doing a relationship thing, but it's like, well, how will you know? Yeah. Like you, like you were saying, how will you know if you not? Yeah. And I think that's what you were saying. It, you know? like you yeah. come out of it with stuff. I mean, I feel like, um, even in my relationship, I was unsure because I'm like, I haven't been in a relationship in a while. Right. But after a while, you have to take responsibility. And yeah. it's just and I agree with saying, that. okay, just because you haven't been in a relationship in a while doesn't mean you don't know how to talk to people. doesn't mean that you don't know how to watch your tone. doesn't mean you don't know how to do this, this, that, and the third. So that's it's not really an excuse. Yeah. Do you think people are like, not to say it in like a bad way, but y- y'all get what I'm saying? think people are like insecure or like scared to be vulnerable? Like, um, I think so. I, yeah, I think so too. But I think in Darnell's case, I, I, it's not the fact that he, he's not responsible. He's not taking or not taking responsibility. I think he's taking on too much responsibility because I feel like I think that he's taking, he's thinking that by being in a relationship, the burden will f- solely fall on him as opposed to the burden, burden falling on each other. Because when you're in a relationship. I think he was saying it was falling on the other person too when that wasn't necessary, when he should have handled his shit before he got there. Right, right. And I, that, and I, I get that, but yeah. I feel like back to what you said, if you meet somebody that's willing to work with you, because some of the stuff he named, like being patient or something that, like patience, you, I guess, how do you learn patience from trying to be patient? Like, mm-hmm. so you got to put yourself in a position to be vulnerable and, and let go of those insecurities because you feel like you're not patient enough. And even some of the most patient people still have moments where they like, Shit. hello. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so now it, it just made me think of Greenleaf. It was so funny. She, the, one of the main characters uh, took was taking a break from her boyfriend or whatever. And her daughter was like a teenager. She's like, oh, what's up with you and Darius? And she's like, oh, we're taking a break right now. And, and then she was like, so what's going on with the relationship? She's like, we're on a break. She said, mm-hmm. so 
um, you're not relationship and if you're on a break, so get to relationship. And I'm like, it's a teenager telling her that. And she was like, let me call this nigga. So <laughs> I just thought it was, I thought that was an interesting point. That's what it made me think of. Like, if you're not actually doing it, you know, stop hesitating, get out there in these streets and, you know, don't, streets. Don't find pass a nice, up, wholesome, don't lady. pass up love. Cause you ain't patient. <laughs> like you gonna pass up love for some insecurities. Okay. <laughs> You gonna pass up love for yourself? Shit. <laughs> You're sitting there rubbing the cat all night. <laughs> and all your other bitches got people now. <laughs> sorry, I can't do this anymore. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't be I found somebody that just didn't want to play games. Darnell, we hope that uh <laughs> not Darnell, just in general. Oh no, I'm just saying, but Darnell, like for him calling in though, we appreciate you uh it and there was and it took some vulnerability for him to even admit that, you know, yeah. that's oh, some yeah, of the things sure. he's going through. No. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I appreciate it was interesting. You yeah, that was very interesting. I think this and then it, that topic every Thing and Roger yeah, he as well took, um, um, made it twirl in together. Yeah, so. he definitely, yeah, he definitely took it to the next level. Yeah, uh, so, so shout out to that. You calling in, man. Shout out to him for answering. You know, yeah. the, I think that was great. We kept having that. questions, questions, questions. Oh, that was good. Right. Time for my nine. Ooh, na na na. Last thing. Ooh, yeah. hot. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, my titty sweat. My titty sweating. So come on. Who said slap slap? Just um, <laughs> no, that's big. So. <laughs> Time for my nine. So the anon is a question. Shut up. It says, "Why do women? Why do women act like they know so much about dating and relationships when all their success was really based off of them being attractive? Men are the ones that actually have to put in work to get women." Oh Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, 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 wait. Y'all, Wanja is about to have a moment in five, four, three, two. Go ahead. Oh my God. Like this right here is like my, like the shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, but all seriousness. um, You think that's true? I think a part of it is, I think kind of it is true. I think kind of it is true. (laughs) See, what did I say? When Wanja do that thinking thing, that's when he, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, is this this Michael? (laughs) Petty. (laughs) Petty. You know, we always so, gotta have a little pass play moment. Why do you think it's true? Because I, I think that ultimately, when you when you are attracted to someone, the first thing you see is that outward appearance, and that's what gets you to where you are. And I think majority of the time, that's like eighty percent of why you even talk to the woman. You know what I mean? So, yeah. huh? Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> Read the question again. Read the question again. One it says, time. why do women act like they know so much about dating and relationships mm-hmm. when all their success was really based off of them being attractive? Men are the ones he that actually all. have to put in the, the work to get the women. Oh, dude. I think I disagree. He shouldn't have said all. He should have said most. <laughs> oh, okay. Shoot, I disagree with that statement now. Go ahead, Lassie. <laughs> Sit. I shouldn't say all. <laughs> I don't feel that that's true because... For the the main thing is he saying men men have to do all the work, um, to get the girl. Yeah, false. Yeah. So what does the woman do? Right. Sit there and look pretty. Be, be cute. Right. I mean, even with the most, the most statement. Part. No. Yes, I do, y'all. Because y'all know y'all be in a group. Y'all be so, okay, y'all be sitting in a group. Okay, girl, he's okay, coming okay, up to me right okay, now. Cool. Let me. How my makeup cool, look? Cool, how my makeup cool, look? Cool. So we just going with. Let's just be, let's let's lay it out just with this. Okay. You walk up to a girl. Mm-hmm. She's sitting there. She just cute. That's it. She right. just cute. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um. I won't go for Cuba fine, but yeah, go ahead. I'm just fine. Go ahead. She just fine, and you uh, talking to her, mm. and she ain't saying shit back. I don't want her. You just look cute. I might still bag you. I thought you said you try to bag you. you. I mean, fine, my bad. Excuse me. Um, 
I might still bag you to put you in my collection, but I wouldn't. So like, what if you just sitting there like a brick wall and and, and you just talking? And it ain't going and she give me, and, But she still give me the number. No, she just she just sitting there. She ain't you shit. You just see her and you're trying to get the number. You just, you just talking. And that proves my shit. point. And that proves the point right there. We worked, we're working the most. We're doing the most to try to get this. Get but she out ain't of doing it. shit for you. She's not trying to give you nothing. That's it. But we're, we're still working harder, though. We're still working Why? harder than you. But you're you not giving but me you anything. Didn't get it. That's the point. She but, has to speak to you in order for it to go some fucking where. Exactly. <laughs> but why would you? But why would I have to pull? Do all this extra stuff to pull to get that number. You don't. Obviously, she's not interested or she would have gave you her number. Obviously, if she was interested, she would have talked to you. I guess I'm just speaking from the angle of she has to. It has to be a conversation or something in order for y'all to get somewhere. She ain't just sitting there being fine. You know what I'm saying? What if she speak to you and you can't talk or read? And she mm. <laughs> got a blast. Shots. I mean, oh but in that case, I did do all the work. Because I mean, even though I didn't get, I didn't, didn't get nowhere. Anything. I did. I talked to. I'm talking to you but, a majority of the time. But why would you continue to try to talk to someone who's not giving you any play? Then what the bullshit? That's your fault. <laughs> you niggas. <laughs> Definitely you niggas. Well, some of you niggas. Oh, there you go. Thank you. You part of the bad sum, not the good sum. I'm actually a good sum. I'm really am. Sure, you sum. are. So we can all agree that niggas work the most. Niggas don't. Niggas do all right. or most of the work. Niggas don't do shit. We do most of the work. Okay, no. so I guess when I hear this, my thought is when it comes to hanging out or going on a date, there are some men who aren't as creative. So if she come up with a date, didn't she do that? If she coming up with if she comes up with every idea for y'all to see each other, hang out, whatever, wouldn't that be her doing the work? No, because I, I bagged you. I already got. Well, I won't say bag. I don't like the word, but you I got you already. You. What do you mean I got you? Right. That's not. That's not the question. You got me. Give me your number. Like I feel like the, the number is the success. I got you now. Well, she don't <laughs> use it. Then you, I didn't get you. Well, you just said when you got the number, you got her. Right. You said I'm that confused. was a success. I'm confused now. Who said it the said <laughs> the question, Lord, the question said that men work harder to get girls as as opposed to us working hard to. I, I guess I'm y'all. looking at I'm looking at the initial number getting, if you will, if that's what we get in the number or the face, whatever kids Why? get nowadays, because that, that's the that's the gateway to in into where I'm at. And that's why I think that's where the most work is done. In the, the initial getting the number, like yo, you with your boys, I bet, bet you can't get her number. You gonna do everything you gonna do? Try to get that number. Egotistical fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see how Mwanja was so quick to jump the gun? Yes, yes. Sound like Craig on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what's the other? What's the? What was that other, other part? I think there was another part in there too that we could uh, chop up. Men are the ones that actually have to put in the work to get the women. What was the first part of that? Why do women act like they know so much about dating and relationships when all their success was really based off of them being attractive? I guess my question would be, what would be, what's, what is the angling on that? What is he trying to get at? Um, don't know. I, I guess we want to um, unpack this and then yeah. put our own little twist on it. Why do women act like they know so much about dating and relationships when all their success was really based off of them being attractive? I want to know where he got that. Yeah, from. that's why. That's I think that's what's maybe I mean, throwing me off a, a little question bit. Got. Um, so, why do women think they know so much about dating and relationships? Who said they know so much about dating and relationships? Yeah, I, I maybe think, it's an interpretation from a guy. You feel like women yeah, think they I know think, everything. 
Um, well, shit, if they've experienced it, how come they would know? About, um, I think the looks thing, when he says all they do is look, sit there and look pretty or attractive. Or attractive. I I I think that's what's throwing me off. Like, what do you mean by they know so much about dating relationships? Like, maybe maybe kind of what we were targeting the 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 um what's the word I'm looking for here? The courting of it, mm. the initial courting, I guess. Thinking like they know how to get a man and how to oh, do this and that, and oh, really oh, like it's all you do is sit there and look cute, and oh, I do the work, and it's okay, like it. no, yeah. I speak too. <laughs> well, you didn't because you were standing on like a brick wall and I was trying to talk to you, but nah. Because I didn't want your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is grandma, this is back in the day. All I do is knock you upside the head and come to my. <laughs> uh, I was married now. Nyan? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we can all agree that that's some bullshit. <laughs> I agree. Because just because he said all, oh, I I, dis- I I agree with you all that. Yes, this most <laughs> bullshit. No, no, no. All right, most. most. Anyway, quote of the week. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Um, my quote of the week actually comes from none other than Diddy this week. Um, he had a he had a few good tweets. No, um, recently, said Diddy. Diddy. Oh, Diddy. Okay. Sean Combs. Combs. Sean. <laughs> you should. You should give a fuck. You really should, but only about the things that set your soul on fire. Save your fucks for magical shit. A man empowerment of the week. Empowerment of the week. Empowerment. My empowerment of the week kind of goes off of what Pastor Bernard said. Can I get those notes one more time? Ah! Uh uh-uh, uh, get your own empowerment. My uh, <laughs> no, I I think with the maturity thing and um, Darnell calling in, I think what we opened you up a little bit, opened up a little bit, Ay. and I think with this responsibility thing, um, take time out to learn who you are, but don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I think with Darnell, um, like I said, not to not to uh, harp on that, but I'm glad he called. Um, sometimes you got to jump the gun. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay to jump the gun a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and that's how sometimes you get shot. And then when you get oh. shot, you know, <laughs> you know, you get to get a wound. You get a wound. You, you, you learn from that wound. Like, oh, I should never, I should never went that way. And then you try it again. But and guess next what? Thing, no, I'm now a little bit more patient this time. Around. A little bit more patient. I got a little bit more, you know, whatever I need to do for the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get those chinks in the armor, you know, you could be there to repair them. But you know, sometimes somebody else might there be there to repair that for you. Yeah. You know, why you wearing that armor? You know, because. Every Obama had a Michelle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's only one Obama, but <sighs> he's so funny. <laughs> That's my apartment of the week. Uh, well, don't I lose like yourself. That. Don't lose yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> Question of the week from episode 45 going into 46. Question. We getting old. Yeah. I actually grabbed this from that episode as well. Oh, okay. It, I put Thank it you. as a Facebook status. Um, so it, it actually got me a lot of answers. I put it on Tumblr. It, that shit got like 200 reblogs. What is the lesson Probably. that took. The longest for you to learn. Don't come to me. Don't come to last on that one. I got to think. I learned too many lessons over the couple, mm-hmm. past couple years. Which one took longest? Mm-hmm. Oh, this might be Jesus. one that stumped us. This might be one that stumped us, y'all. We got it. We got one. Yeah, I think I'm we got little, one. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little, a little like, ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Um, Let's, let's regroup and come regroup. back next yeah, week regroup. and answer. Yeah, that got me right there. Yeah. So again, question of the week was, um, what is the lesson that took the longest for you to learn? Mm. So um, I guess just to say what 
Pastor Bernard said he that's when he kind of went into his union with his, with his wife and appreciating her more. Um, As I look back over my life <laughs> and I think things over. I can truly say that I've been blessed. Hey. I got a testimony. Hey. <laughs> I am receiving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's R E S E B R A. Four Wise's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. I am Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at Lutheran Lola, and on Tumblr at Branded Heroin. Yes, like the drug. And it's your boy Moanje. That's M W A N J E. You got me for Leopard, and that is Twitter. It's uh, it's Twitter, (laughs) Tumblr, uh, Facebook, Wanja the Gemini, Snapchat, all that good stuff. I mix it all around. Yep, I did. So, but follow me though. You know who I am. The only one yeah. who name spelled that way. You know, they, they find us though. Like they I've do. had some they people do. that found I think spelling it out for me helped, but they just find us. Oh, um <laughs> They find one, they really? find all of us. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's true. Um <clears throat> how y'all feel about the episode this week? It was good. I learned a lot. I learned from uh, Pastor Bernard. Hey man, good hey man. Hey, we had a good conversation hey. about Milwaukee. Kind of get the congregation. <laughs> all right, y'all we out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>